0: Two, one. Hold it now. 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 Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the middle Man with the Two-Man Tower Trip, Quincy Jones and Doc Lenz. What's going on, everybody? It is the Quincy Jones Show, and I want to thank you guys again for picking us to be that distraction away from all the chaos going on in the world right now, man. I know just the quarantine, there's the protests, there's Speaking out movements, there's a lot. There is a lot, and it is our job to help you navigate through all that stuff and stay entertained and, and stay positive through everything going on right now, man. But uh, without further ado, I'm going to get into this week's episode via Zoom, and uh, Doc Lesnar will explain to you guys why and what's going on. But fear not, we're still going to get through this week's episode with lots of review. Obviously, we had a Great American Bash as well as Fighter Fest Night 1. We're going to get into that. Uh, but first... The news of the wide world of professional wrestling. Yo, 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 what it is, what it is. You already know what it is. Possibly uh, the best tandem podcast you've ever heard. Yep. Quite possibly uh, the best podcast. uh, I don't know, put together both wrestling, and hip-hop like a hybrid would. Um, Some would say uh, the most entertaining. Um, Some would say best damn tag team. But, you know, we say humbly, thank you, and welcome to the Mm. Quincy Jones Show. Yes. We're your your hosts via Zoom, doing what we got to do here. Quincy Jones Go, or should I say, clean house... Quincy, as i uh get into the night one review a little bit later uh Mm. but i'm also here of course with the hip-hop hybrid himself no introduction needed but i'ma let him do such doc lesnar you you know what it is one and only doc lesnar hip-hop hybrid unfortunately i'm sort of the reason the towers of doom are coming at you via zoom right now um Not to alarm anybody, but someone from my uh, place of employment, my shoot job, apparently uh, had tested positive and uh, waited a couple days to let everyone know they were showing symptoms. Uh, And it was just a possibility I may have come into contact with this individual, unfortunately. So I was ordered to a mandatory uh, quarantine, Mr. Jones. So here I am, staying locked away, locked down, TNA, let's do it. <laughs> oh, no. oh, wrong, wrong, wrong! Pay per view, wrong, wrong promotion. Just wrong. But now we here, man. We here. Uh well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely happy that we were able to make this happen. Either way. And just so people know, I have not been feeling any symptoms, any which way about it. I'm, feel, uh, you know, blessed to say so. Knock on wood. All that. Well wishes keep sending them. Uh, good vibes keep sending them. It's all mutual. But yeah we here to to report the news, man. Well, we, we, we got a little bit of news. And uh, honestly, it's crazy because from the last time I talked to you about how much news I had, uh, I got two hot headlines that just came in as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, me as well. I started going, oh, let me just double check what's going on. And I was just like, wow, a few things came in. But go ahead, sir. Yeah, I, this is not in any uh, particular order here. But um you know, well, first and foremost, I do want to uh, do a quick shout out to uh, GCF. Um, they actually, oh, yeah. uh, you know, gave me the honor of uh, ring announcing as well as doing a little bit of commentary for their uh, event that they uh, streamed live for the first time. Separation anxiety. You guys could actually go and check that out right now if you go to uh, Gold Coast Federation on uh, Instagram. The link is in their IG. The stream is still up there. It's a uh, video on demand. 3 bucks you can watch it as much as you can. It's honestly really uh it's really cool man. It's just really cool uh thing that we did for the uh just just for the fans, you know, especially given the timing of everything, you know, again, we talk about this black cloud that's been, you know, settling amongst the mountains of professional wrestling as a player, but uh, Yeah, man, it was definitely a real positive show. It was really cool, man. So a uh, really cool uh, experience to be a part of. So I definitely want to give them a shout out. Uh, definitely check them out if you guys are looking for uh, an alternative to uh, what's going on right now outside of, uh, you know, AEW, WWE. Um, and by all means, check out their pro wrestling tees if you get a chance. It's, uh backslash follow the Fed. They got a sale right now. Yeah, 20% off. Uh, you know, use that promo code America. Uh, Any uh, orders over one hundred and uh, fifty bucks, free shipping. So, Quincy, you don't got the discount. What's up? You don't got the code. I ain't got the code. I, you know, you know how it goes, man. This these little pyramid schemes, and you know, you I got to, I got I to gotta earn my code, and then I got, oh. you know, and then you know, and then based on the uh, on the buys of my signature code, then they're like, oh, this guy's an asset to the codes. <laughs> so then he's the code breaker. You see what I'm saying? Oh, uh, well. but <laughs> so you just so you just putting time in. Contra code. Um, As I keep going in, (laughs) we have, we do have some news here. Um, You know, last time we spoke, there was the breaking news right at the end of our review with uh, Tessa Blanchard. Yes. You know, again, some of this is uh, news and uh, I had to bring it up just to get your, your uh, take on some of this. Uh, There is a non uh, no, non compete clause for Tessa Blanchard yeah i um uh, that was something i've always had my eye on i think i mean not i don't want to say just me on the show but i know i've been very diligent in keeping up in all things that have to do with her contract but i think she's just uh uh you know honestly a diamond in the rough excuse the bad pun you know what i mean no but pun intended yeah she's a remarkable talent um I think she's done all she can do in impact. I've said that on the show a couple of times. She's won the, you know, she's won the women's title and now she's won the main belt. I, at this point, I think she, she's already hit the, the, you know, the, the top of the top. She's gone through the glass ceiling, but now she's on the top of the mountain. I don't really think there's much else she can accomplish from a professional standpoint. So, I've always known with impact too. They've been always really good in terms of contract dealings where they let you, they don't really copyright who you are because they, they encourage you to continue to be who you are. You know what I mean somewhere else, you know, I E E C three, you know what I mean? The fact that he was able to take that, you know, or Samoa Joe, even though that was a little earlier, you know what I mean? Um, but you get what I'm saying? Like a lot of uh, Bobby Roode, et cetera. So I, it's, to me, I feel like it, it It was always about, okay, when she's done there, where is she going to go? Because I knew there was no no uh, compete clause, but it's uh, interesting to see where it goes, man, because a lot of well, people want her. Well, I, you know, I think, you know, we spoke about, obviously, there was some, uh, you know, backstage news of WWE having a high demand trying to, you know, sign her, which is honestly crazy comparison to what we've heard in the past as far as why she didn't get the contract before. um you know also uh you know we've heard you know I I, want to say we heard speculation I'm I'm, I've been the one speculating is uh you know we keep hearing about Nyla uh, Rose in action um but Mm -hmm. if but if it's already filmed like uh I've been hearing then obviously it's not going to work but if it was something that was going to be live uh you know I thought it would be kind of cool Nyla Jax versus Tessa Blanchard as a debut into the company um, it's my understanding, though, that they're started taping today for next week. Ah. Uh, yeah, so. Well, I mean, the, the other thing that's actually interesting is now there's interest from MLW, which. Oh, OK. You know, I, I mean. I, it, I could see it. Yeah. Especially if she's already down. <laughs> she already mm. she already in Mexico right now. You know what I mean? And. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that's like their basis of operation, but obviously they have a lot of talent and shows down there. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, no, definitely. It would make sense for her to be able to immediately make some money. I mean... Definitely. Definitely get her name out right away. You know what I mean? I mean, I I don't know. She's in an interesting position right now. Um, Like I said, a hot commodity. It'll be interesting to see what happens as this goes on. If you know, especially with the height of the speaking out, if it's going to just, like, revamp – or not revamp, but relight any embers of her previous allegations of bullying, you know what I'm saying? Will that even play a card? You know, I feel like WWE definitely will not give a shit. I knew they cared about attitude back then, but that was before – I mean, they let her come in for the the May Young thing. I think that she did, like, another, like, one-off match, and that's it, so – they didn't think she was going to be able to be the face of a company like in impact, you know what I mean? So I think they see her, uh, potential. And like we talked about last week, they got Becky out, they got Charlotte out. People got to step up. They're looking for somebody right now. I mean, Shana what, lost a push, you know? So, yeah, I, I was going to say like, you know, I did get word that she's just not being booked right now. Uh, as far as that goes, but as far as like what you're saying, yeah, I mean, what, where you say potential, I think, uh, their potential equals marketability, yeah. as far as Tessa now. You know what I mean. So I definitely uh, can definitely uh, echo what you what you mean with that. But uh, you know, you did bring up the speaking out thing, so you know that moves me along with the next piece of news here. Um, you know, obviously there's been a lot of accusations, a lot of allegations, a lot of firings and suspensions, and you know, certain certain people getting dealt with, some certain people still getting investigated uh, upon. Um, It is worth being noted that uh, there is a, I guess, a quote-unquote top young talent uh, that was involved in a recent string of sexual allegations that have come out um, amongst a lot of the pro wrestlers, obviously, named in previous episodes. I don't want to go through it here. But uh, I think, you know, I was talking to you about this. This is someone that's not already under contract, but that it was a a prospect that they were looking to offer a big-time contract, to. And they've now pulled that contract. Is Absolutely. that what I understand? Yes. Oof. Because of these allegations coming to light. Yes. Oof. And and the name was shared off the record. Obviously, cannot be given. I don't know it. Uh, the only thing I know is the information I've given you, which was on the record. Um, but I mean, who who do you think it could be? I mean, because I, I I I don't know. For me, do you know, like, if it's a a woman or a man. Does anyone... I I, I don't know. Damn. I don't know. Mm. Young talent. I'm trying to think. Because, you know what? That that could be Tessa, no? I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard anything new on Tessa. But, again, since being ordered to stay home, I haven't really been uh in the mood to swim amongst the media sharks this week you know what i mean and i don't know news in general has been real dreadful so i mean i was kind of more looking forward to, to the wednesday night wars this week than i was looking for news uh headlines you know what i mean well, that, well that's where i come in because you know speaking of headlines moving on down here because uh, mm. uh, you know one, one name i was considering was possibly will osprey it's i i don't know he, i mean he did have an accusation, but I, I don't believe in it. Yeah, he he's commented on it since. Um, or it seems like it might just be a misperception on both sides. Yeah, from I, a, I think that's what I really a, mean. I don't want to say I don't believe in it. Uh, yeah. You know, not, not, not to take away anybody's truth or experience or anything like that, you know. I, I just... <sighs> Like you said, I think there's just a misconception or a misperception, uh, yeah. a, you know, a, a malfunction at the junction. Malfunction. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I hear you. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder who it could be though, because I don't know if the just personally with Osprey. I mean, he commented like, will he do business with AEW? Yeah, would he sign exclusively? No, and I don't see WWE like not looking to exclusively sign someone that like, oh yeah, we'll let you go to new japan or or what you know i mean like then that's what will will osprey's no they they wouldn't they wouldn't let that happen they don't even want to do business with them i mean i'm just saying uh yeah but uh yeah moving on uh another headline here um this may be news to some because i know not everyone's really too deep into the uh i guess boardroom side of things of uh, professional wrestling. I, for one, am not really into it, but it was worth uh, bringing this up because a name has been revealed. Uh, There's been an ongoing uh, lawsuit between WWE and the shareholders. Obviously, uh, a lot of the focus of this lawsuit was uh, misrepresentations of goings-on between uh, the Saudi and Arabian uh, government with the Prince and, and McMahon and the whole thing with the whole "Quote unquote mm-hmm. hostage situation on the plane and all that stuff," uh, yeah. you know. And it was said, "A uh, quote, a for, former WWE wrestler who who performed for the company from 2012 to April 2020 and who participated in October 31st, 2019 Crown Jewel event confirms the substance of media reports uh, is basically, you know, detailing, you know, uh, you know how he spoke to his stewardess about the flight about the delay. Uh, he he then says, Mark Carano." Uh, you know, he asked him about what was going on. Mark Harano told him that the crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman and McMahon had gotten into an argument over late payments in connection with mm-hmm. the uh, super showdown event uh, back in June of 2019. Um, all that stuff, just to say it's been revealed that the former WWE wrestler in question, actually, that is, uh, you know, having this information used, I believe in deposition in this lawsuit is uh one former Scott Dawson, uh now uh current Dax Hardwood which is Yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean must be top guys get a top dollar. <laughs> you know, I for some top secret info. So it I sounds mean, like to me. They're like, oh oh, oh you what oh you want to take her trademarks? Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I I'm gonna say that's a, that's definitely a burnt bridge man. Burnt bridge for sure. So uh, I mean, it's, it's one thing if you shoot on somebody in a in a in an interview, but I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, legal, getting there legally, mm-hmm. you you kind of going into a, a different type of uh, coliseum. You know what I mean with WWE. So I definitely hear what you're saying, brother, brother, little oh, brother, um, brother. I don't know if they want to get in that coliseum. They're kinda, kinda mean, they kind of kind of infamous. I mean, they might come from uh, miles of back road, but I don't know, man. You're talking about uh, cover-ups and, and payoffs in <laughs> years. Briefcases I mean? and lockboxes. <laughs> and bleeding them dry, man. Come on, dude. Um, uh, not not to get into morbid uh, news here, but there's a little bit of light being shed here on uh, the late uh, Hana Kimura, um, who unfortunately uh, passed away earlier this year due to a suicide. Yeah. Um, her mother actually finally spoke to media and kind of opened up about some of the things that led – uh, to you know, what many were to guess, some of the pressures that were going on um, at the time. Um, but her mother confirmed that the media had uh, Hannah uh, pressured to get more violent and aggressive on the show she was on with Netflix. Uh, it was this reality show, uh, Terrace House. Um, mm-hmm. There was also a, a, cost, a costume incident um, on an episode that obviously is a little bit. The meaning's different it 's the, the the dishonor cuts a little bit deeper, obviously, you know what I mean yeah, yeah, so yeah. it kind of brought a lot of heat on her, but it was staged, you know, which a yeah. lot of a lot yeah. of the people who watch the show didn 't know um, you know going on it says uh you know during this time, um you know she was responding to oh, i 'm sorry hold on i 'm talking oh, this is about her mother, oh yeah, she was talking about the 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 Oh, Terrace House was forcing her to behave more obnoxiously on camera for views is what her mother was saying. Uh, As she said that her her daughter was coming to her saying this to, uh, you know, uh, in distress about it. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a scene where they wanted her to slap her co-star's face, but she like refused. So she had to like compromise and just slap like the hat off of his head. But again, it's like the imagery is, is different. It's received, you know, very different. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah um that's kind of bad to put her in that position man yeah it's also said uh, a friend of hers uh, of hannah's also shared uh some messages that were they exchanged between them about her frustrations with the producers uh where she explicitly said that the producers tried to pressure her to slap her co-star uh she, she refused to act violent or obnoxious for the tv ratings um she wrote my work uniform just got destroyed and the staff wanted me to act sharp in front of the camera uh, this friend was repeatedly told about stuff like this from Hannah, uh, on uh, various accounts. Uh, on top of that, um, her co-star who Hannah fought with, uh, the person she, I, I believe she slapped the hat off of, uh, confirmed, you know, all this was true, um, as they actually date on the show. Uh, she mm-hmm. also, she also called him and spoke to him, uh, quite a few times about how the producers had pressured both of them, uh, you know, as far as how they wanted them to act on screen as well um it's just crazy because i guess five days before her suicide uh fuji tv the the company that i believe uh produces a show uh for netflix they re-aired the the costume incident episode and uh i guess hannah was watching it that day and um an anonymous yeah. friend received some pretty crazy uh messages from her which you know obviously stems into the unfortunate events that led to, her uh you know passing yeah not, but, untimely uh, departure yeah yeah, but that's I mean, that man as as much as you know it's it's I don't want to really want to say it's any of our business, but she her mother wanted the media to know she opened up a little bit more about it, and I mean, I think it's good because you gotta obviously this thing happens a lot, it's not just her and her situation, but it's bringing light to that situation where it's like, dude, like some people need to be held accountable for that. Um, I'm not yeah. here to, to say what kind of charges or whatnot or none, none of that, but uh, I mean, I, I definitely just feel her mom. You know what I mean? I just feel for her mom a hundred percent. And uh, light news. And this is uh, one, of, one of the last two headlines I got here. Uh, I thought this was uh, quite ironic. Uh, I said that Knox County board of health votes seven to one to mandate a mask ordinance for anyone inside certain buildings. The only one opposing the mask ordinance, yeah, yeah. is Mayor Glenn, Glenn Jacobs, aka Kane. <laughs> yeah, I heard about this man. I, I also I was going to tell you I have a couple uh, headlines myself, real short uh, to add to what you got, but yeah, that that is ironically funny, um, and you know, not 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 that over the top funny, but. Light in just yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely in a time where we need it. Yeah, uh, definitely the time where we needed. But it's so. it, but it's real. That's what's funny. But it's it's real. Yeah, like they actually Uh-oh. have to re, like like they they can't pass it. <laughs> mm. So Man. yeah, it's uh, stuff like this. But yeah, my last my last headline here, and I'm, I'm gonna let you uh, let you, you rock, let, son. You gonna let me rock, son? I'm okay. gonna let you rock, son. It has uh, come to my attention here that. WWE has officially purchased Evolve. Um, Wow! Yeah, uh, there was a lot of rumors going on earlier this year about uh, some financial uh, strifes going on with the company. Um, Obviously, they've been you know more or less been a a feeder system uh, over the years for uh, WWE. But uh, yeah, they've they've officially purchased uh, Evolve, which is where it gets interesting. That means they give them access to their tape library, which includes names like Mia Yim, A.R. Fox, Bobby Fish, Eddie Kingston, Sabu, Daniel Bryan, Austin Aries, Zack Sabre Jr., Ethan Page, Trent, uh, Cedric Alexander, as well as the Young Bucks and many others. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. I mean uh, also, no word yet on how many, if any, of the contracted Evolved Talent will be offered deals with the company. In case that was a question, but I'm sure some may, but they're not going to be looking to take too many to, you know what I mean? Because it's just crazy to talk about how much money the layoffs from that black Wednesday was supposed to save. I think it was supposed to be like, I don't, I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but Vince has like made eight times that amount since then. How crazy is that? You know what I mean? So is that like, a fact? Is that a fact of life? uh it, it's. I don't want to say. Is that say undisputed? It's not undisputed. I would like to say it's a good source, Wrestle Talk, but they did just, you know, misinterpret um, something about TJ Wilson testing positive. They did correct it and retract it, but after TJ had to go out on in Twitter, ass. Yeah, you know, dungeon lock via well, keyboard. You know what I, I mean? I I, I I like that. I will give you this. You know those Brits. They do get their are their news a little bit uh quite a quite a few uh, hours earlier than we do. So uh, yeah, possibly. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, they they don't retract too much, to my knowledge. But that's that's a fact, Jack. But uh, and you know you had brought up Kane, who's known for fire. It's gotta um, be fire. And, and, and speaking of fire, shots fired. That, that's I just got a couple of headlines in that. And I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, I'm sure you know that the Canellises or Kanellis-i? I don't know, Maria, Kanellises, yeah. Maria and Mike, they started a podcast, (laughs) you know, called uh, Non-Essential Wrestlers, which I I love that. And uh, so I guess she had tweeted uh, Maria, who, you know, is not one to hold her tongue, and is basically teaching some strong thoughts on, because, you know, she was released two months after delivering her baby, yeah, 100%. during a pandemic, you know. I, th- I think she was still on mater- on maternity leave, to be honest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, the tweet reads, quote, did you ever hear the one about the woman that was released from WWE during a pandemic two months postpartum after being told that having another baby, quote, wasn't an issue. Hashtag milk money, hashtag more on that later. Hashtag only wrestling company that released people, hashtag non essential family. I mean, uh, they did, or I mean, to be honest, they are the only ones who made headlines for doing that. Yeah, they, they the wrong kind too. Well, well, uh, but I mean, it, when you when you and I never thought about it that way because you think about all the other companies people have not necessarily wished death upon, but pretty much have given a a doa for before it's even <laughs> you know what I mean accounted for. It. It's like mm-hmm. it, they haven't even. You know, AEW, they're they too new to even lose money like that way. Um, I mean, even – I'm thinking more directly of, like, the Impact Wrestlings of the world and the ROHs of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I never really thought about how they were the only ones that did. Yeah, I mean, everyone else just – I mean, they restructured their, their bottom line, really, but uh, other shots that have been fired, um, again, the legal coliseum we brought up, uh, it's just an update on Cody Rhodes' uh, trademark. Uh, as oh. you know, you guys, he applied for Cody Rhodes on uh, April 13th, which was the same day it expired. You know, from the WWE. Uh, however, WWE were they were able to renew it on May 15th, claiming the reason the renewal was delayed was because of COVID. And you do have a certain window when renewing renewing things that if you miss like you are kind of given like this like small like you know well you know like error in this window to to for a delay like like you only get so much and they barely made it kind of yeah i remember reading about that but um yeah man it's it's just one of those things where it it was given his cody's application yes it is uh cody's application was given an initial refusal because of similarities between it and quote wwe's registration for the same trademark but it's only because of that little clause where they give you that extra like you know if you've owned it before and say it expired and you're not you know i mean there's like those little things in. it's place like a loyalty like, system for yes sort of y- yeah sorta. yeah, um, yeah you know, i see what I mean, you're just, saying like well, since you've had it before, I mean, we understand things happen. So we'll give you a couple of days, you know, faulty. It will sweep it mm-hmm. under the rug. Yeah. That, that the reason why it's trash is like, well, you know, it matches this other one. Yeah, but there's no one there wrestling with that. Yeah. Name. And they're exactly. like, but, but, but you know what would be crazy? There could be. <laughs> there could have been. Might yeah. <laughs> bring back the <laughs> old fake Razor and Diesel. <laughs> oh man no no I'm, no I'm sure they got gold dust in the tuck as well <laughs> well, they, well then they'll have to bring back f- fake jr you know what i'm saying because uh, you- oh you mean you mean uh oklahoma they, yeah there you they go. own they, they it. own it <laughs> so they could they could yeah use. they do uh they do uh and man. the last thing i was just gonna say was uh you know we'll get into uh of course night one of uh, AEW's Fighter Fest, but just want to update. Um, you know, we'll explain why, but uh, AEW did announce that they did suspend Jake Hager for 10 days and uh, find him an undisclosed amount for striking an official uh, following the TNT title match uh, at Fighter Fest. Um, and 10 days, you know, you might say is kind of a weird number, but judging by the date, it just means he's going to miss next week's taping maybe night two so it kind of makes me believe okay so he will not be able to be there to bail jericho out for the confrontation with uh orange cassidy perhaps uh, okay yeah that that that, that's that's kind of something i'm thinking but one thing to uh, also point out is hager has since responded to the tweet saying bs cody was out it was a blown call made worse by this decision so yeah, I mean you, you still punch the ref, my G. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. I mean, you know, th- that part you can't dispute. Yeah, that you can, part you can't you is a, unpunch the ref. It's <laughs> undisputed, my G. Uh yeah. mm-hmm. but you know, uh, now that I remember one last piece of news because uh you reminded me with the you were bringing up the the firings earlier, uh, as far as like the release of Mania, unfortunately, earlier this year. Uh Leo Rush actually dropped the brand new promo. Um Seeming like he's getting back into wrestling. Okay. Um, either I'm that, either that, or see that, or a documentary. Um, yeah, check it out. It's on the the IG. Uh, okay. But yeah, it's uh, pretty well produced. Um, he has big it, fans of uh, Rush here at the show. Yeah, 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 had, yeah. A hundred percent. That's why I wanted to bring it up. And also, he had a uh, Josiah uh, lace the track in the background as well. Oh, okay. So. Nice. Uh, yeah, and you know, he he just ripped that uh Mark Henry uh theme song. He today. did though. He did. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. reminds me of that email I got from him sitting in my inbox. I'm still I gotta cook up something dope. I got I got some ideas. I might tag you in, bro. We'll see. We'll see. I mean if not, I I, I don't mind being a manager and you know we, LA, we'll see, we'll see. You know what I'm we saying? Know. Little little lake trip here or there. That's what's up. But um uh, <laughs> I think uh, Should we get into it now? We'll take a break? Or... Yeah, we can take a break If you want yeah. take, a, take a quick break And we'll get into Because this is the thing, man <laughs> The Great American Bash Was just an NXT With cars in it <laughs> So I'll just keep it I'll just keep it 100 <laughs> With that I was surprised Yeah, yeah, yeah We'll we'll come back and We'll give our honest uh, Opinion uh, always, a always a hot take Always a hot take Here on the Quincy Jones Show, man But yeah, we're going to take A quick break And then we'll be right back Peace let Jones go here and just want to address you here on the eve of our great independence day and just urgently remind you of our traditions of supporting small business, pulling each other up by our bootstraps and sticking up for the little guy. Movies have fondly reminded us of these values that we hold so deep in these states of the United, such as Rudy, the little giants and personal favorites of myself, the brave little toaster all showing us the underdog story. And based on that, I ask of you during this time, again, on the eve of our Independence Day, support great wrestling. Gold Coast Federation has a 20% off sale going right now on Pro Wrestling Tees backslash follow the Fed. All you got to do is use the promo code America, and you get 20% off boom just like that. And look, here's the kicker. If you have an order that totals up to $150 or more, you get free shipping. Again, use promo code America and go to prowrestlingtees.com backslash follow the Fed and support the Fed. And you can follow the Fed on social media at Go welcome to the quincy jones show home of the tag team champions of the i.e quincy jones and doc Lesnar. what's going on we back we back we back and uh you know what this uh wednesday night wars is one like uh no other um i mean we've been used to obviously the brands dueling programming counter-programming if you will uh yeah. we're gonna call spade spade here uh I mean, because we get the Great American Bash, uh, which is automatically just a two-night event out of nowhere uh, with no build. Uh, that was the theme. That was the theme. The, the whole thing should have been called from out of nowhere. That's well, just, that well, would have been a – Well, hear me uh, out. Hear me out. Yes. If, it's, if it's the Great American Bash and 4th of July is on Saturday, why didn't they just do it on, Fourth, on Saturday? I don't know, man. I mean – cuz i guess that would look like they actually planned it instead of going Oh, we for can't the have together. We can't yeah, have Yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, then we wouldn't have got the thrown together last minute vibe, you know, that was oh. so all natural permeating through the screen. Everything we, we do is, is off the cuff. What do you mean? This is not this is not a part of any structured planning of any Okay. No we're flying off the, off Apparently the not. pants here every time every yeah Well, uh, this is what i'll say is that it, it was disappointing as a whole because they finally beat aew in the head-to-head last week in ratings and then they do this and it's just like i knew they weren't going to be able to kind of program against it it was just like no you announce like, it's great american bass like Maybe a day and a week ago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. All of a sudden, night one, like three days. Like, like this is how I felt, bro. When I saw the logo, I was like, "Oh, we've seen people make NXT Grand American Bash arenas all the time." That's exactly what it looked like. So when Mm -hmm. you see that they just took the NXT logo, made it white, and just put the you know, I was like, anybody with Photoshop could have done that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or 2K20, 2K19, 2K18, 17. That's two greater than arena. That's a, t- that's a two-download at the most, and then you just layer that bitch. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Straight yeah, up. it's I don't know. Like, it just was super weird for me. Like, And, look, I love both brands, but, I, like, I have to be very, very honest here. And I've been meaning to tell you guys this. <laughs> and I'm talking about everyone listening. Yeah, you guys too. Mm-hmm. I've been very, very much fighting the urge of falling out of favor with NXT just because of what they've done to it it's at times become unwatchable for me. And if Mm -hmm. I didn't have the sole duty of having to do my research on a weekly, I'd have to admit that there's probably a large portion of it that I would rather not watch for just out of the preference of not being even interested, not Mm. getting, not, not at piquing my interest, I should say, you know what I mean? Um, Mm. But I love, I mean, and that's not a knock on the talent. It's just, No one could sit here and tell me that there hasn't been a change in the way that they've produced the show. Um, Yeah. It's a different feel altogether. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And I question if it's. I've mourned NXT, okay? I've (laughs) mourned it. I, I question if it's the new presentation of the two hour format or if it's that compounded with the quarantine. And the quarantine, and, and, and you know, kind of putting a limit on what kind of angles you could really shoot with the right kind of payoff. You know, what I mean, I don't know, but I'll give it, them that. I, I, it, it's, it's tough, but at the same time, you've been pretty consistent on this show since they went two hours last year to combat AEW and then they moved to Wednesdays, you know, what I'm saying to do that you've said and and mark said and even at one point i know i've said on the show that the show does not feel the same and i think what it was was when it was given that one hour marker they it made you want to tune in more because you know they couldn't fit as much things in now it seems like uh it's it's a bit for, formulaic now in my opinion a hundred like this is this is like the best example i can give for people that may not understand what we're trying to say this is a little dated, so not everyone's going to get this one now that I think about it. But how it was for ECW on Friday, they had mm-hmm. one hour. They had so many talented acts. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to watch because you wanted to know which combination of those people you were going to get to see. Yeah, it was always and unpredictable. A hundred percent. And you were never really disappointed. You know what I mean? No. Like, you know, um, they knew what worked. They knew who it had to be probably on mostly every show and some people that could just pop up when they could but mm-hmm. nxc like i think when they had that one hour they it was just they just came off as more hungrier and i'm not saying that they're not at all yeah i'm not questioning that hunger and, at all but it's just i feel like it's the look of it the look i yeah more i was just gonna bring that up i was gonna i was gonna bring up the finn quote you know the the broadway versus hollywood thing and i feel like yeah you know because i mentioned it you know uh when we talked about the the was it the 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 brotherly show or the bro, the the happily bro show, yeah, uh, or the yeah the newly bro, the newly bro show, yeah, the segment they had, I was like that was real main rosterish, you know. Yeah, with Thatcher, uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, I mean, I mean it had its points. Yeah, but it, it wasn't yeah, fit for yeah. NXT, you know. What I mean? yeah, it, it, it was just yeah, it was off. I mean, maybe it but was you know who got for- the rub. You know who got the rub was bias. Byron Saxton. <laughs> uh, bless that But guy, shall we man. get to it, sir? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm I, sorry. I, yeah, yeah, I don't want it to be, be a whole diatribe against the NXT programming and, and act like, oh, he's an AEW guy. He, curses his logo is AEW. No, no, I like yeah. both. I just don't no, like I mean, uh, the I mean, force moves I mean, on we, the we, chessboard. You know what I mean? Yeah, we enjoy wrestling as a whole, and that means doing a due diligence to bring you the news on such brands. So... Let's kick it off, man. Night yep. one, uh, yep. Great American Bash. This is what I'm going to say straight up. They kicked it off very distastefully, throwing a shot. Hey, let's just throw a video of your dad. Cody, we're going to use that because he created Great American Bash, so I wasn't a I, fan. I, despite, despite Dusty's history, was not a fan of like that's the first thing you see this video of Dusty, all of a sudden, from eight nine days ago, because they announced, "Oh hey, Cody, uh, we're gonna co- counter program your little fighter fest night one with a night one of her own with your dad." Like, hey, come on, hey, man. Hey, but it's cool, guy, because I ain't gonna spoil it. Because you know, Cody kind of hit him back early, you know, later in the show. So we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah, later. definitely. Uh, but we open up Fatal Four uh, hey, well, oh, oh, Way: Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai versus. Yeah. Well, one—I think maybe maybe you're the one who sent me the report. I was gonna say it was worth noting that somebody did ask him about you know the American Bash and them using it and thinking it's to spite mm-hmm. him, and he was like, "Well, I don't even own it." You know, he said he's like, "Thanks, friend," but I don't I don't even own the the uh, uh, IP for it. So you know. It is yeah, he, he basically said it wasn't worth the effort of being mad over something he couldn't legally control. It's, yeah. it's basically I the mean, best yeah. way to translate it, yeah. Definitely, but, yeah, yeah, like I said, we did open with this uh, fiery Fatal 4-Way. We did have comments on people involved last week, but the implications were the winner would face the, uh, uh, you know, women's champion Io Shirai, and it was Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai versus Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae. Uh, They did note on commentary that not only was this elimination style, but that, uh, you know, despite it being a usual no DQ fatal four-way rules, Regal ordered no outside interference, which also explained the absence of Raquel at ringside. So, um, Big Big mommy. mommy. (laughs) mommy. But you know what? This wasn't bad. I feel like everyone had a chance to show out. Um, You know, the, the elimination, I thought, added a little bit of time to the match uh, versus the urgency I would have thought I would have saw. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, to me, I didn't think Tegan was going to be the winner. Uh, I thought it was going to be maybe, uh, I mean, I know EO's kind of in between, you know, being a heel or a face. The wrong kid so, died. Yeah. yeah I, I thought maybe Dakota would have would have won this. No, Dakota, Dakota, Dakota won. needed this. I, I thought so too, like look, this is look this is all I'm gonna say about the match tegan like I understand that there's a need to be emotive in the ring, that's a key mm-hmm. portion of being you know character work and and just selling, yeah, the story and and a lot of other things within the ring, but she's over emotive a little bit. A little she's bit she... overreaction, reactionary. Uh, there are certain things that she was doing. Like I put it like this: if I didn't think, if I didn't know or remember it was an elimination match, I'd be like, "Why are you just walking around and watching what Mia Yim is doing? Why aren't yeah. you taking the fight to Mia Yim or taking it like?" I, I get it, y'all are cool, but it was just like certain moments where I was like, "Man, she's walking around like she's super green, like she like yeah, she was, well, like but, but not that she is, but that's the part she was playing." Yeah. It, it was, it was weird. Like, you know what I, what I saw was maybe not green, but conflicted because well, she's yeah. still trying to clear up that whole thing with Candace. Cause she participated in that, in that Mia Yim mock video. And you know, they keep showing, like, they haven't fought each other per se. They just keep arguing. So I remember her over emoting, like, Oh damn, she just eliminated Candace and, it is my friend, but this is a match. you like, you know, and it was just kind of like, you might as well have gotten out the shot if you're going to do all that. You know, yeah, so I know what you the, mean. Yeah, there was a lot of those Those kind of just like, oh, oh, what? Yeah. Oh. Like, like, there was a sequence where like, I think she was in the corner and somebody came running in and she, oh no, she came running for like a, 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 a oh, she was trying to do a double European uppercut but then one of the people moved and she only got Dakota and then she turns around. And she's like, Oh, I got Dakota. Wait, what yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why would you care? It's a fatal four way. And then Dakota, no, 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 my bad. It wasn't Dakota. It was Candace. And then it, oh. and Dakota tried to run in with the, uh, with the, this, what, I forgot the kick that she calls it. The, uh, yeah, it, it's a, uh, it's a face wash, but it's, it's, it's a running standing one versus the, uh, the basement version. That everyone sees him, you Yeah. Know exa- I mean? Yeah. She tried it like pretty much like a haluva kick pretty much. in the yeah. course, and, then, and then like, and then like Tegan moves and then she hits like Candace and then she's just standing there again, like, Oh, and I'm like, why yeah. are you like, doing like this bumbling, like Mr. Bean type of like, it, it, it's kind of like that. it's kind of like the, the disorient, like the not as athletically inclined sidekick that just has evasive maneuvers that tend to swing luck in their way like with that favor it's like it's where like, you like can't in all of it <laughs> yeah cause... right but, but you but you can't play that like on some Scooby Doo stuff and then hit a choke slam on somebody that, It can't be both yeah. you and, know what and, I mean and that's my thing because like, i will say go ahead so yeah like it, 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 exactly what you're saying like it can't be both like we know you're talented but you, where well, you're as you're playing again you're playing this role as if like you're like oh this is my first time out, like, oh, man, am I, am I good? It, it, oh, I guess, dang, did I do that? Man, I guess I, I took him out. Like, that. you know, it can't be both. Because we, it's and and like, to her point, she hasn't done much beyond Kai and Raquel, yeah, but she's still, I that, mean, it, yeah, because I'll say this. She finished strong. She would win the match. She does the snap headbutt. She hits the molly go round. And then the Chinese wizard is, like, kind of this, like, back to back offense you know so they made it look good but again to your point it's weird to be like the bumbling uh I don't have a plan I don't even know how I got in this match but then you 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 win so strong at the end you know what I'm saying and so uh, yeah. um you know I guess I thought it would have been maybe Mia who even though she's probably not finished with Candace uh given out in your in your house ended and then like uh, I don't know, I guess Dakota, to me, really really should have won, but we'll see how, how it plays out, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I definitely uh, definitely agree with that. I mean, like I said, I thought Dakota, sh- I mean, just for all the the, the lips she'd been running in, in a good way, you know what I mean? I thought it would have been a great uh, just imagery to see her come through in the clutch in a fatal four-way elimination style, no less, without, uh, you know, the use of Raquel, but uh, – and, and because of, you know, you know Shariah, I think, Versus her would be a good program to be honest, but yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, because, yeah, I was gonna I say, mean, well, it's well, well, like well, you before. said, she's been running her mouth, she's been talking about the crosshairs. It, it makes and the all most that, sense, so you're yeah. right? And then Tegan, I mean, I, and, and this is the thing, and I know it sounds dumb because we've been always saying for the last two weeks, Tegan needs something else. I mean, I hope to, you know. Yada, yada, yada. But what, what are they going to do after this? Because Tegan keeps doing this. We keep and then So now that they give us a new avenue for it, now we're kind of complaining. <laughs> Not really complaining, but uh, it is surprising. So maybe I just got to get used to, to the idea. But uh, we're just so used to seeing her, you know, in personal stuff with Dakota or tagging with somebody or being a part of somebody else's storyline. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, we got to see if she can break out on her own. Uh, but, you know, this leads to the second match of the night. Well, actually, we did get a promo. Uh, with uh, I believe it was uh, Damian Priest, right, calling out uh, a Cameron- Damian <laughs> Priest. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah Cameron- he said he
0: doesn't understand what kind of man. <laughs> 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 yeah, he does. He said he doesn't understand what kind of man he is because he's like, you slash my tires, but you won't claim it. You attack me from behind to win a match, but won't own it. Um, but he did anything else other than you know. This beating will live forever. And it's like I, I just wish you had something else other than that because again, yeah. it seems like he's supposed to be turning on the, the, the face flair a little bit, but I don't have anything to cheer on. Like I I'm a fan of his his athleticism, his moveset, but other than that, not his character, if well, yeah, that makes he, sense. He, so he, I need I need the character to get you know? he can he can he can resort back to his old ways minus the nightstick and still be like that cryptic, uh, you know, out there character. I mean, we've seen Aleister Black get over that way. He he hasn't changed anything outside of the fact that they keep making him pick a syllable. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. but other than that, you know what I mean? He's been still – C8. <laughs> man. I'm sorry, man. Uh, but, yeah uh but yeah i mean um i thought it was a cool promo but yeah i think to be honest i gotta give credit to keith lee here because he used that first uh in in his promo against him
1: about against the, him exactly uh, so. about the beating living
0: and infamy so uh yeah. yeah which is a little which is a little better delivered in my opinion but we did have an, a match it was uh timothy thatcher fresh out of uh Thatch's Thatch can uh yo this know, match was wrestling. uh this like this is like look, no no hold on, shade. On, versus yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, hold on. Oh, yeah. Versus only Oni Lorkin. Yeah. And just so you know, this is like they they've wrestled tons of times and evolved like yep. so th- this this to it's me wasn't anything less than I thought it was gonna be. But I'm sorry, go ahead. No, Steve. yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say uh no shade at all to this matchup because the thing is the minority of fans will know about that information that you and, and, and honestly it was really important that you just put that out there. Um, mm-hmm. The minority will know about that and why this match should have been special, and why it was awesome to watch. You know, they they kind of got a taste of it, uh, you know, last night. But for those who don't know, they just look at it as a random match, which makes them think, oh, this is just another NXT. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, um, yeah. It was definitely not like I felt like NXT failed to do their part to at least announce Thatcher would be in action, especially yeah, would, if you're going to on. Yeah, it's just if you're going to put the put step on the gas with the vignettes, you know what I mean? I would, to me, I've enjoyed the vignettes. So if you announce, yes. oh, Thatcher's also going to be involved in a match on night one, which I found out just by watching, not by knowing, it's like, you know, so I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'll recognize that Especially, logo, Especially here. if those vignettes have been working and people have been getting yeah. interested, how are you then going to have, the you know, uh, have them connect, to the the source to the stream uh, you know to the or i guess in this case the uh the, the views you know what i mean how do you yeah. transform them from then you know then just actually watching the product if, you, if they don't even know where to go to watch them you know what i mean yeah Are, they didn't do themselves any favors and like i said i think a lot of the stuff you, you just gain more maybe... yeah yeah you just gain more people you know, that mm-hmm. dem- he may have a demographic that you guys haven't tapped into. and then, But if you put them information out there, then they're like, oh, he's about to have a match. Yeah, let's see what this guy's about. We've been watching this guy stretch these fools out for the last three weeks. I want to see what this guy's about. They yeah, I him. mean, and who, you know who, who knows? Mean? Maybe, maybe they didn't know they were going to use him. Maybe it Very was true. based on who's available, based, you know, because there are people who are refusing to work because there's more cases popping up on the WWE side in the performance center. So it is a risk. One would say to work there in any capacity, you know. What I'm saying so. Who knows? Maybe that's why it wasn't announced, but it definitely could have used that. I won't say pomp and circumstance, but at least the announcement. What I will say too, that which I thought was good for the match, because uh, you know, it's, you're talking big guys, smash mouth style, also just going back and forth with with you know trying to get the best leverage and control. Um, I loved how he utilized the, the same moves that he was using in in the vignettes, and, and which would be the double wrist lock. Uh, I loved the cell also by Lorkin when he hit the uh, big belly to belly off the rebound, which is you know it's it's part of that, move set. But it made me concerned at the way he took the bump because oh, he did land on the same arm. But then I, it took me about maybe I would say five seconds to realize, oh, this guy is just sounding like a bitch because yeah. I, I thought maybe, oh, no, because they, you know, they made a comment on commentary about it. And so then I realized, oh, that's the same arm, you you know, and so he was definitely, definitely. So I enjoyed that. And uh, Thatcher would win with the Fujiwara. Um, Of course, he refused to let go. Looked like a toothless, uh, crazy madman before he let go. But yeah, I mean, I I thought this was good, but I agree with you. Those, The majority that aren't in the know to understand why this match um, was significant um probably went over their heads it's just another exhibition or uh nxt match to get guys time or over I mean, triple h um, knew what he was doing putting these guys yeah, together definitely and, and honestly and, i've said in the past like i thought that they would be a great addition to the to the one-two punch uh yeah just, just I, I based on how they both get down or even a drew gulak you know what i mean um, they all got that look yeah definitely and 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 Gulak got have have some uh crazy uh history as well like in uh yeah and uh, uh Thatcher, all, I mean they all, they all got but, that rugged uh striking, and you know uh even mm-hmm. even Danny Birch got a little bit of submissions in him as well, you know, but um uh, yeah you know, what, what do we have after this one? We had the carrying uh, Cross vignette, which I'll try to just breeze through. It wasn't bad. Uh, he, yeah, not at all. He says, do you want to read between the lines? there are individuals among us entitled vermin who have invested a significant amount of delusion into thinking that the very same status quo they suffered under from the beginning will now protect them since they've subjected themselves to it. You see, they've put time in. Well, Father Time has different plans for the future. Scarlet says the plot is about to thicken. This, this brand's identity will soon be defined by the torment and suffering you endure. And Cross finishes saying it's never been about the time you put in. It's about the time you put away. Ta-ta. Was it put away or take away? Take away. I'm sorry. Yeah. The time, not the time you put in, but the time you take away, I should say. Yeah. Uh, it takes- <laughs> it, it's, I don't know. It's uh interesting. Um, I mean, to me. I, I felt it, like there was just a little bit too much, too much talking in this one. I, but I like the look overall. And yeah. And that's just me personally. Because because it, it, like, even hearing it back from you, I was trying to follow the message, and I was like, "All right, I already got lost a little bit." <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? he—it's he, like he's saying, like you know, those who couldn't find their footing in NXT or felt like they were being put—you know—I mean, like uh, what's held the word held back, back or pushed? Yeah, you know, held back. Are now finally getting their due, you know? And instead of looking at it as time put in, he's saying like you know, in, in a matter of moments, it's all going to betray you because I'm here, you know, that's kind of what I got, but it could have been definitely presented in shorter words. It's definitely his style of promo, because again, we talked about, if you go to his YouTube, you'll find all kinds of that sort of visual vocal combination, you know, cause he's really very much into the doomsday presentation and the TikTok stuff. And so I, I wasn't surprised by it, but yeah, it could definitely could have been a little bit shorter. You know what I mean? Um, but to me, in short, he's going to ruin, I think, the, the winner-take-all match. That's my opinion. I, I, I think so as well. Um, by the way, did you – I mean, I guess that's one headline we forgot to talk about is uh, there is uh, one half of um, – what, what is it again? Uh, the tag team that Malcolm Bivens is, is – uh, in, Oh, Indy in, Share. Indy in, in Share. I think his name is uh Gaurav. Guru Sarav, Sarav, he uh, accidentally—I don't know if you heard about this—posted to his story online the ending to that match. Oh no! And it's and, and it's already out. Yeah. Oh no! Yep. You never work in this town, kid. I mean, I'm hoping Michael Bivins is safe, but you know. Um, but yeah, yeah well, what do we have after this? Uh, we had a vignette saying Indu Share is looking for a new member (laughs) Uh, it was Ripley uh, versus Aaliyah and Stone and uh, basically it was funny because Stone came in dressed as a boxer complete with uh, trunks and boots and goggles and a mouthpiece and uh, everything you could think of Uh, I love this a little bit because you know, we all know he's a wrestler. He's been Robbie E prior to coming to the WWE system. And he's just really showing his comedic side, uh, which we all knew he had. But he's really flexing that muscle and does so. He's like convincing Aaliyah in the beginning. He's got this and he's going to start the match and all that. Uh, this was exactly what we thought it was going to be. I It did surprise me in the finish. Uh, for those who might not remember, the stipulation was... Uh, if Ripley beat them in this handicap match, that, you know, she would, or she lost, I should say, if she lost to them in the handicap match, she would have to join the Robert Stone brand. Um, I thought by some way, especially when they announced it's Great American Bash, it's night one, I was like, it's a small stipulation, but it's just in time. It probably could work. It gives Aaliyah and then more progress in the storyline, which in turn gives you more content for the next couple of weeks on TV. And I for one know that there's already money to be made between the three, or at least between Stone and Ripley sharing the screen time, you know. But this would end with a double prison trap on both Stone and Aaliyah. Even though I will say Aaliyah hit a, a impressive double rotation head scissors, which I didn't think she had the gusto for. Other than that, I, I didn't think see I've anything seen her else. hit it before, but not mm-hmm. a whole lot. Cause obviously her tenure, you know. Respectfully, makes up mostly the the L's and and jobs being taken in 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 the squad or the division, I should say. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think I've I've seen her hit that before. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, like I I just question what if they're not going to have the payoff like you're talking about. I don't know. Then what this really does for Ripley, you know what I mean? If yeah. Like, why use her in any? I mean, storyline this small again, with Aaliyah, who, again, hasn't done really anything, no really claim to fame outside of joining, you know, the, you know, the, the, the stone brand. Yeah. Uh, like what, like, well, what's the use? I mean, because otherwise you're just wasting the effort. If you're not going to elevate anybody in the situation. If Shotzi um, was bigger, I'd say she could have been doing this very good because I don't see her being it i mean, I'm not saying she can't pick up Stone, but the side, diff, the size difference is more apparent than it is uh, with him and Ripley. That's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. I will say this about the match was Stone hit hit all his cues comedically. You yeah, know the I, whole. Planta, I don't think he was no, out of two, two out of pocket. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, getting caught midair, you know, with the double choke, him going for the plancha, no water in the pool. You know the classic stuff that you want to see happen. You know, I even like the double um, suplex, and then they're both like trying to figure out who's gonna make the cover. Which I didn't think it would go that way, but I I even thought that was funny. You know, so Stone made it made it like worth watching. But again, thought it was gonna go a different way. Entertainment, entertainment value. He definitely brought that. I mean, and again, no shade to Aaliyah, but when we see her on the card, we kind of know what to expect so if this would match yeah. without uh, it means, without a I mean, robert stone then we we kind already know all right yeah, it means it like oscar that, so. or ember moon or somebody's going over <laughs> you know yeah yeah saying? you know like i mean we kind of again it's just it is what it is It's the how they positioned her which is why we yep. have this perception of her which again goes back to my, <laughs> to my argument of if they're going to change that perception of her then then do it if not it's not worth the, the, the experiment you know what i mean? Yeah. Um, but what do we have after this? Roderick Strong versus uh, Dexter Loomis in a strap match. Um, first of all, that yeah. wasn't a strap match because there was no four corners touch. I just wanted to say that. No, no, uh, no, for sure. It was very, I was going to say just start off the bat, they weren't very clear about the rules. Um, I think what anchored that a bit, though, on their side was that they. it, it is the first ever, so there aren't really. NXT rules to you know to compare it to so no, that's true. I feel that's like true. they gave themselves a loophole where they can do variations on the match later on if and when necessary but I will say that's a strap true. match although you could tell it was shoehorned for the theme for great American you know I mean I'm sure strap matches happen all the time back then but I thought it was a good choice in terms of a match for these two um I, I, you know, e- even down to him like being hesitant to get his wrist, you know, strapped in or 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 attached to the strap and everything, like. But um, you know, strong sold like a million bucks, like he always does. You know, doing the whole bungee cord hit first into the oh, apron yeah. spots yeah, and stuff was, like that. I mean, you know I mean, you know me, I'm I'm a big Roddy uh, advocate. Uh, ever yeah. since he, you know he, he he actually got a chance to enter the NXT system, um, love what he's done now i mean obviously would love for him to be taken more seriously uh as a contender as far as championship material yeah he held some gold here and there though so i'll give him that but yeah i mean i don't know i was watching the match and i you know i text you and and and, and young uh, marcus bagwell now i'm playing <laughs> young uh, young mcfly and uh i just it uh, they didn't really what did he, he tell you steve what did he tell you steve well i told him i was like first of all I bought my own house. My daddy was rich. No, <laughs> 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 no. Nah, nah, um, it, just, it just wasn't pulling me in. You know what I mean? It just wasn't – like, I was watching it, and, you know, again, Sam Shaw, Dexter Loomis, however you guys know them, I've been a fan of what they've been allowing him to do because I, I don't think they would – I don't know. To be honest, if the, if the quarantine wasn't up, I don't know if they would have been giving him as much shine. Um and, and you know, I think they've done a lot of ex- experimenting themselves with allowing the guys like the atlases and the loomises uh come through and and show and prove, which has been really good um as far as uh being able to maintain fresh faces you know consistently but um as far as the match, you know uh some of it I did like like I said, I was struggling to kind of stay in tune with it um mm. I, may, I may i mean sound, I may sound crazy. But uh-huh. maybe, maybe this maybe this should have been the the spawn of a of a new version of the coffin match. But instead of a coffin, it's a huge like trunk, like like one of those huge like cases. They they could have done something like that, or like it could have even been some sort of parking lot style setting. Although we still never got, I think, I think it would have been too soon after the uh, the, the the quote unquote parking lot brawl that they, they had with uh, what uh, Adam Cole and oh yeah, yeah yeah velveteen so but yeah very true but, but not for i, nothing, I say, yeah, not for match. nothing to yeah, say yeah yeah i mean i like I, the finish. I, I liked it i mean he i mean there was a time where i mean they both they both used the strap to their advantage i know roddy kind of had that short arm stick kick he did which i thought was really cool um and he, he, i mean it, it was a good match between the two but I agree the stipulation and maybe because it wasn't the fans that were there to like, to react to some of that stuff, yeah, but I, you know, cause even, right. even, even like going to the stage and teasing the opening of the trunk, you know, with, with of that sports car that's right there, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was like, I was is proud- that the only reason why that car was out there? Just specifically I, I started, the I started thinking so, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I, you know, it was one of those things where I thought that was well done, but there was no crowd, real crowd to help, give the right reaction so it's one of those things where it, yeah. it, it, exactly and i think the stipulation needed the crowd to sell the stipulation the reason for the stipulation so it's almost like the strap was kind of useless since it was by pinfall anyway you know what i mean that's why. felt because i mean if you're gonna have to catch a pinfall you're gonna have to get near the dude anyways at some point so yeah i mean because you might as well just made it a cage match exactly you know because you know fish would try to run in and he evades all that, but the thing is, he did win decisively with the head-on show instead of like yeah, he did. four corners where you got more gas in the story. You know, Roderick now—it's yeah, it's like it allows him to out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If anybody exactly if they're if they're incapacitated for that long, exactly so he can't yeah. really say, "Oh, you used the strap against me." It's like he used it at the end for like a rip cord. Yeah, what was it? Was like a a side side like effects, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah so, but he would win, and, and I thought that was a good win under his belt. Uh, well, I, for, th- I uh, think he needs to do something. I don't know if he's going to move, move on to Fish or if he's going to hopefully move on to different uh <laughs> opponents at this point because I think he's done all he needs to do as far as uh getting involved with the the storyline with Velveteen and Undisputed because he kind of yeah. backpacked his way in, you know what I mean? So Yeah, um, and now Velveteen's not, you know, he's – with which makes sense if, if they're like, just gonna you know let, let it rest on his shoulders for now, yeah, yeah. And I think sense, he, he's so. shown that he could be dependable in this time, too. So. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Definitely. After this, uh, we got a vignette of the winner take all match happening on night two next week. This I thought it was team. well done, yeah, yep, it's very well. Produced. And then after that, we had gotten the uh backstage segment. Uh, we're basically trying to get uh Candace's comments switched, and she's with oh, yeah. Johnny about losing the fatal four way and she basically walks away and starts brawling with Mia. And, uh, I see Swerve is there yeah, trying to kind of like separate them. Yeah, it was definitely string. And then Gargano got in his face, you know, I-, I guess protecting his wife. Um, and they, you know, they got to evolve uh, history too. Um, I was thinking Scott- that right away when I saw them, I was mm-hmm. like, if, if they put these two together, that's going to be money as well. Yeah, and I don't know, who knows, maybe they'll make night two. They didn't announce it, uh, or did they? Maybe, let me double check.
1: I no, mean, no, they they wasn't,
0: it wasn't officially they, announced. They still knows. have a week, man, so, you know. Yeah, if, definitely. Give them, give them six days, they'll say something. <laughs> yeah, Um, and then most of this, is the rest of the night, we, I mean, obviously we have the main event, which is EO and Banks, but before we get there, we just had some segments. Um, Legato, Del Fantasma, they had a segment. Um, I liked some of the verbiage. Uh, they basically were saying they're here to redefine what Lucha Libre has become. Because yeah, they have a point. Like you know, luch- Luchadors, they said, used to be movie stars, icons, heroes, and role models. Uh, now the crowd's led to believe that they're just a bunch of guys in masks doing flips, you know? Yeah, so yeah they're just like I'm these cartoons of themselves, yeah. Exactly. They want to right the wrongs and rewrite the legacy, you know? So Which, hey, this the, with hey, I'm with yeah, that's no, it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, especially given, guy, you know, I think right off that, once they're done with Drake, they need to like really just whip up, lucha house party, and show them, bro, like we we're, we're here to, you know, like the, destroy
1: the, after this, this joke.
0: Segment, you know, well, you know, because well, actually, I guess it's worth noting that during the segment, you know, we did get Drake Maverick. Yeah, you know. I was going to get to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. The only reason I, I felt the need to say it is I was about to speed past uh, with the match oh, okay. announcement before I, I, you know, because I had an opinion about who they should have traded out. But oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. But you're right. Drake does come out with the neck brace and then takes it off and then just runs in. Basically, does the same thing he did last yeah, week. Yeah. It just. It, um, I mean, I was not a fan of that part because I mean. Yeah. You know, and then Santos, he uh, while like, he's getting beat down, he's on the mic Santos and says, reminds them. <laughs> he reminds him he can't be touched you know Escobar's can't be touched dog you know so uh, but then Brazango would surprisingly run down uh, to even the odds and they kind of dispatch Raul and Wild to the outside well you know what's funny, you it's funny like, it took you a while, while to was... even wrangle, uh, uh, wrangle Drake for a minute didn't it oh yeah no he, he's a, he's wily. you know what I mean but <laughs> what made me, what made me uh, interested was how they kind of had that slight you know uh, uh the benefit of outnumbering Santos before he he got out of dodge you know what i yeah. mean so oh, that, yeah. that i think that, that was kind of a good little like brief visual but yeah basically he rejoins his crew on the on the uh stage and Fandango just cuts a weird promo you know that doesn't make it clear <laughs> that, that he wants to challenge them to a match but end up uh confirming later on in the night uh, night two will have Drake teaming with Brazongo versus um, Legado del Fantasma, which will bring us back to what you were saying. So who do you think would have been a better pick as a tag team uh, to, to for Drake to team with? Obviously, uh, Kushida and Jake Atlas. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it would have I made all that. three guys in that match. Um, and it would have done great for guys like Wa- Joaquin Wilde and uh, Raul Mendoza as well who i mean they yeah they're playing the henchman thing but they're not going to get any singles runs you know what i mean yeah 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 um possibly uh a tag team run we have yet to see them work as a tag team effectively yet so we'll have to see how that goes but again but you I know am, what I a fan, yeah, I, i'm a fan of the presentation i just and again i'm a fan of the, the new mission statement that just laid down uh in this week so i'm gonna be patient uh i'm gonna stop poking holes and um and uh, walking wild and his tough man face. And uh, no, what was your point? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just gonna say. I mean, it it, it was kind of clear as day to me this week. Not that it wasn't last week, but he seems like he's playing dress up. You know, what I mean, like he he doesn't seem like he fits the bill. He's trying to do almost the cheesy... like he's uncomfortable. Yeah, he's trying to do almost, like the cheesy yeah. heel like chuckle, and it's just like <sighs> you know that's well. Still, he just like, he just better wow. as a baby face. To be yeah, honest. I mean. And again but he wasn't better as the baby face they presented him to be. So but again, we've seen him do heel work. We've seen him with uh uh who was it um uh the bro the what were they called? The bro Yeah, um yeah, or something like that. Yeah, bro yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesse and uh the, uh Robert Stone, the former Robbie E. Um yep. yeah, that's right. So I mean, you know, he's he's not uh, above being annoying if he needs to be, but I I'm surprised in terms of again talking about the rebuilding of the lucha libre image, again, man, I mean, you got to have someone like Ellie Dolo in there for sure. <laughs> I mean, but I digress, I don't know uh, what they're thinking, man. But yeah, this would bring us to Yo man, Cameron <laughs> What do you the Backstage say, energy, he say, what do you say? I ain't think I ain't got time to think about the past. I, <laughs> yeah, he says, I got. No time to worry about the past because I got my foot on the gas. That's what it's And I'm said, going yeah. to the top. Yeah. No, nah, he's – and it's funny because, again, following uh, McFly's uh, uh, text, he is very high on uh, Cameron Grimes and his promo stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. I, love, I mean, he basically gets asked about the rematch challenge from Damian Priest who basically mocks Damian's voice and tells him it's Grime time. Hey, and, it was uh, funny because there was no – country accent when he did it either it was like oh yeah that was pretty good yeah and i love how he he said you know for a man who plans to live forever you're sure in a hurry to come after me <laughs> but uh i yes yeah, he basically he would end this by uh calling out the winner between uh cole versus lee winner takes all next week uh and kind of basically self-declares himself uh the unofficial number one contender and promises to go to the moon, you know? <laughs> Man, straight to the moon, baby. Woo! <laughs> yeah, after this, we get another uh, Mercedes Martinez vignette, And uh, I had one notable from last week. This week is she's not here to play around. She's here to force this universe to take notice. So she keeps Oh, you talking about it. Mercedes, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mercedes, and then, Smart and then Mercedes. she's supposed to be debuting. I guess was that night, night two. I guess because it said next week. Oh, okay. Then that. There you go. I don't that know may- again. too. I guess Aaliyah. <laughs> oh man! All right, Aaliyah or Aaliyah or Zia. We'll see you. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean uh, Zia Lee? You mean? Yeah, Zia. My bad. Yes, Zia Lee. Man, you just messed up my perfect rhyme, bro. Oh. It's cool because you still got Dakota Kai and Neil Shirai. <laughs> yeah, with our eye on the sky. There you um, go. Uh, but uh, um, after that, we get match announcements uh, for night two: Great American Bass, Drake Maverick and Brazongo, like we said, versus Legado del Fantasma, and a street fight pitting Mia Yim HBIC versus Candice LeRae. So she gets two matches in two nights. What the hell? There you go. In two weeks. Yep. Yeah. And, of course, we got the winner-take-all uh, main event, Adam Cole, Bebe versus Keith Lee, man. Uh, and that brings us to a main event. We mentioned it earlier. It was uh, Io Shirai versus Sasha. Um, not bad. Um, I mean, the ending was a little bit plagued by outside storylines going on in the main roster. So it wasn't – you know, I mentioned to you that I didn't mind this match, but because there wasn't a build-up to it, I wasn't as uh, into it as I would have been. It was been. a week. Was, you it know it was just a weak buildup because you know they had, uh, you know when when the I guess they're not called the Golden Role Models because now on commentary they've been telling Cole to stop calling them that. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know they they came to NXT to take on um who was a Shotzi and uh Tegan. and if yep. you remember, uh, EO came out at the end and attacked them. But oh now, yeah, I remember. I was the only seed planted. Yeah. And, you know what I mean. But other than that, yeah, I wasn't really. I mean, and I think of what I told you was because I knew that she had the upcoming match, another championship match for the Raw Women's Championship against Asuka at uh, Extreme Rules, a horror show. Um, I was like, well, why would she get, I mean, they're not going to trot her out here like she's the next Charlotte, even though they, they're missing out on Charlotte right now, but only because yeah. if we go back in history, past shows that they don't like Sasha the same way they like Charlotte.
1: No, I they don't. like
0: I like Sasha a whole lot, but. I you know, I'd be lying to sit here and say I doesn't feel like some sort of a backseat punishment they've been putting her through with Bailey. Uh yeah. I and I don't know, I don't know if it's injury actually, stuff know. too or what. You know, I mean maybe she this is I mean, a I working mean, less might be best. I don't know what it is, but EO hit a tiger faint kick early on, and then she went for another one. And Sasha was able to counter that into a kind of like a suicide dive style sunset flip and then she would turn that into a power bomb into the plexiglass i don't know if you got a chance to see that no i i I, I did catch uh the finish of this match but i did go back to check out just a few of the spots and the highlights i did see that and i was like okay they've been making this plexiglass work for them a few people have you know so that was a good spot got to give now all they got to do is make sure everyone behind it puts a damn mask on or st- you know, huh? I'm but this, this is the thing. You can tell who the wrestlers are, and you can tell mm-hmm. who who are the public, because the public yeah. will have masks on, and I've noticed that. But then you'll see people who don't, and I'm like, so y'all just must be, because you know WWE's banning their people, their contracted people from wearing them on TV. It's so dumb. Which I'm like, why wouldn't you want people to see evidence of you guys being? Yeah. Screwed? But whatever. <laughs> yeah. WWE was testing for Corona. Dum 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 dum. dum, dum. <laughs> <laughs> well, but now th- this was an interesting finish. Like I said, it was a bit uh plagued by outside uh slash interference. You would see I mean, uh soft oh, she, yeah. she she reaches for the title that got introduced into the uh match earlier by Bailey. And uh but she doesn't know that yeah, basically Asuka emerges out of nowhere on the holding the other end of the belt cool. boom greenness to the face uh and uh eo basically i'm trying to remember what moves she hit her with but she takes that oh, yeah, was in the and, show, uh, 10. The diving show 10 uppercut yeah Just, yeah that's right and then she uh ba- i think she hit a baseball slide on bailey to take her out and yeah hits the uh moonsault on sasha's back which sort of protected sasha in a sense especially with the green mist uh, preceding it, you know, but she would beat Sasha on NXT becoming, you know, the dominant champion, new school, I guess. But It it, it was was kind of a champion versus champion match if you think about it. Well, I was going to say what they – yeah, very true. What they did was the best-case scenario that they could have done to help protect Sasha while protecting Io Shirai while still protecting Sasha going into her match with Asuka by having her get involved, so – um, you know, so she doesn't look completely like oh well. She just lost to Io Shirai. Why would she? Why would we even believe that she's going to beat Oscar? Yeah, true. So, I mean, now she has a little bit more of a mean streak and a little bit more of a motivation behind her now. You know what I mean? So, um, and yeah, better yet, she, Oscar joined in on the celebrations, guys. And we, and, and you know, it's continuity. Like, not to mention, they've never even been on WWE TV together before. But nope. here they are now. Not on TV. Yep, continuity. No, nah, but yeah, it's just, we've harped on this before. It's like, like, like I told you when I saw that, I was like, hmm, where's Nakamura? And I'm sure Doc is going to have something to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it just felt like an NXT. It really did, especially when you have mm-hmm. the, the uh, Legato del Fantasma segment, which was just, I mean, they wouldn't have that on, on a pay-per-view you know what i mean so yeah yeah, um no. it just really it just reminded you that it was tv i get it again there's no way they can bounce around the counter programming uh critique on this one but um it is what it is man um but i, I yeah. think it is our uh due diligence here to get into uh fighter fest night one yeah would, would you say so um let's see i mean in terms of how it made us feel or in terms of uh what happened first well i mean i thought that for the first night they put on a really good show i thought um, so too i thought every match felt important um though i think they could have executed a few things like like uh, in uh specifically uh the, the joey janela lance archer uh match i felt like they could have uh had Joey look a little bit more tougher than getting stuck in his shirt, um, yeah. And then Archer being like, despite having tons of people in between them, Archer still being so damn close to him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't that could have looked like a better pull apart for sure. Um, but because I, I like I like weird. Joey's moxie. I, I love, yeah. This, like you know, you're gonna have to kill me, like and, and the bad boy doesn't die. Like no, you know, everybody, dies yeah, the bad boy doesn't. Exactly. die. Like, uh, exactly it reminds and, me and of was, the the stuff he was saying against Moxley um yeah know. no definitely i was it, it makes me think of stipulations coming i mean we got we got a week so yeah no i mean i believe that they're supposed to be filming this soon right uh it's today they they were filming today for next week which uh, you know it's worth noting because uh i'm sure because of that and the the quarantine uh, time frame, uh, they had to move forward uh, the championship match between John Moxley and Brian Cage, but we'll get into that later. But we did open yeah. up with a, I thought it was a really good tag match, um, yeah, between MJF you know, and Wardlow versus the Jungle or Jurassic Express, I should yeah. say, um, but no, it was, uh, I thought uh, they did very well. Into like Jungle Boy was great, he was looking good, um, Lucha, I thought it was looking real tight, real, I mean. It was funny because I was just referencing that match he had with Chris Bay, and then he, he hits this match that I, or this move that I saw in that match, which was like that step-up uh, enziguri right behind the head. Oh, and yeah, yeah. standing position. I was like, oh, shit, he actually brought it in? I was like, all right, cool, cool. That's what's up. Uh, but he was looking great. I feel great. like he took that from Swerve, though. There's a lot of Because i seen though. Swerve hit that. Yeah, yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, but, yeah, I thought this was a good match between the two. Um Both guys – or both teams, I should say, playing their parts really well. Again, it is a little bit weird to see sometimes like Lucha like fighting – you know, looking like he's fighting from under. But uh, he looked a little bit better up against Wardlow this time around. Um, I think the only thing I was not a fan of was – well, before I get to the finish, uh, I don't want to speed too far past. I did like um, what they did with the malfunction thing between – Um, MJF and Wardlow and the, you know, the dynamite diamond, but Mm -hmm. uh, it was just, I don't know if it was just the way that MJF would just like automatically out of nowhere. Can you do anything right? I was like, that was kind of, you know, unwarranted. Like it was kind of like out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, But the followed up by the, the Luchasaurus carefully placed kick to hit him. um, Yeah. They made it look good. They made it look good. Um, Yeah. That punch could have really gone south. That's yeah. fine, but they, they did a good job. But I also agree yeah. with you, the 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 tone maybe of MGF definitely kind of came out of like it's not like it's been stewing. It hasn't been like he's been having mishaps and making mistakes. Leading, yeah, up to yeah. The it was CMU. just that so one I, promo I once. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, but yeah, I mean, personally, um, I like the pre-match promo. Uh, you know, he comes out there, basically says, Last week, you know, I'm, I'm getting a bad case of deja vu. I'm sick and tired of beating these guys over and over again. Uh, you know, I, we beat Barney's brains in and showed how green the dino douche was. And I'm not talking about the tongue, you know. Uh, and then he takes the low blow, you know, saying, Jungle Jabroni Jack Perry should be at home counting his dad's money. Uh, then he Kind of gets real, and I love how he was yeah, like, oh, that, I I'm sorry, that was kind of foul." This. I was like, "Damn, dude!" It was foul, but I love how he also follows up by saying, "Oh, it hit me like a dynamite diamond ring while we're having this match, and you know we're having a, a ratings war. And how do you expect to get a W if you don't have me on the front line, basically?" So I thought that was well done. Uh, some of the stuff on commentary, uh, them noting that combined Wardlow and MJF are 17 and two very impressive um you know and i loved how jericho did try to get the godzilla versus king kong uh, oh, dude, like face off thing because he had two things that i liked that played off that when he when Wardlow did that tossing suplex he said he threw him aside like a sack of dinosaur laundry which i thought was hilarious but then when uh lucha took to the sky and did that tope yeah, senton, the, basically, yeah, the, the crash and the, burn as they usually, usually call it in the, the roh forum Exactly, and Jericho goes how he went from Godzilla to Mothra because he's yeah, a flying was dinosaur, and he was you know, like, uh, so. are, are, and, then, and then Tony's like, uh, or don't, don't you mean? because he I mean, it was, it was like, Excalibur. Oh, Excalibur. Okay, yeah, because it was just funny because he was like, he says a flying dinosaur, but Mothra is not the, the flying one. He's a flying moth. He's putting that the yep. flying dinosaur. So wouldn't I thought it was Tony that named the actual. Fl- he's like, well, I like him better. I like Mothra better. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. Like, 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 don't, don't correct yeah. me, jackass. No, no, Jericho's on fire, and I'd be uh, remiss if we didn't mention his uh, happy Canada Day suit that he kept referring to uh, while he was on on, uh, on commentary. But yeah, no, um, I I believe uh, is it Jurassic Express that would get the uh, get the win, and I noticed that Wardlow took the L, but he noticed. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say that was that was the thing I didn't like. Uh, I said there were two things about the match I didn't like. The first thing was you know the. MJF thing earlier. But yeah, I I just feel like, you know, he beat him convincingly the week before in the Mm. lumberjack match. Though he took uh I think was it was it a low blow or a shot with the diamond? I forgot which one it was. It was a low blow. Yeah, so so you know, granted, you know, I can understand getting hit in the balls and then taking a freaking F ten. (laughs) Yeah. I'm 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 gonna be sad on my ass too. But that's why I was like, cause I was it the uh the Cause that was what was interesting is he, he brought back an older move that I haven't seen him use in a while, which was like that, uh, fireman carry like slam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he did like the, uh, was it the, the stone of, or the, the tombstone of age mixed with the cutter with the, Oh yeah. That, that's that been their, that's their tag finisher. I don't know what they call it, but yeah. It's Cause like I remember a- they were doing that, that like back flipping, like sit out powerbomb before. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that they're finished, but it's definitely a move that they still throw in their arsenal. Yeah, from time that, to that's time. just crazy too. But yeah, I just thought that they they could have gave lucha a little bit more a convincing win. But needless to say, well, because I, I guess it's supposed to stack up from he got, punt, got punched. Warlock got with the diamond ring, and then you know remember Jungle would hit that that moon salt um, tornado DDT from the outside in. Yo, which and is that was supposed insane. to follow. That was an insane right? move. That and then, and he, so I, there was a lot of. good And then spots after that, actually, he yeah. got choke slam. So I guess it's supposed to be like because of the, the. Oh, did he just of, did he just beat him often. just off the choke slam and that was it? No, no, no. no it was the diamond ring. No, hit no, him no, in the no, face. no. But yeah, but, but with, the with what? DDT, that's the, but that's all you hit him with, right? Yeah, um, he, he was hit was the, the choke it. slam and then the and then the moonsault. Right oh, the moonsault! The You're neutral. right. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, okay. and they but, but still, you did see Wardlow kind of kick out almost immediately after three, though. So. And, and, and he kind of um, didn't. He didn't hit that moonsault right away either. But no, no, he did. But it's still. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got yeah. the win, though. Jurassic Express. I think they deserved it. Uh, gave. They're still protecting MJF in this manner because, again, one on one, he still hasn't lost. Uh, mm-hmm. So definitely, you know. but after this, we would see that brawl. You. You mentioned earlier the Janela one with, with Archer. So, I mean, we kind of covered that. Um, but that would take us to the women's title match, to Shida defending against Penelope Ford. Um, what I did like in the beginning was uh, pre-match uh, referee Aubrey Edwards would kick Kip out of the match so he wouldn't even yeah. be part of the equation at all. Which which so. is good for Penelope. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. So, so. but, uh, yeah, I mean, man, in, I mean. In terms uh, of looking good on her own, you know what I mean? Uh n- Not that you needed to. I would just explain that for anyone else that's uh, listening to the show. But uh, I was impressed with Penelope, though. I mean that that I mean she, to her credit, kicked out of two Falcon arrows. But the first one she kicked out, she really countered and rolled through into an interesting roll up pin, which I haven't seen anyone do. You know, on she's she using that move. It was almost like that that uh, that counter that Matt Hardy had on Santana last week after that a little bit like, oh after that Samoan driver it almost reminded me of that but it was a deep cover so yeah it, there was yeah, a time was. where I was like oh shit is she about to win and uh, yep. you know not that it would have been bad you know um and Jr. It, said it just he said wasn't, uh it just wasn't my choice <laughs> it was yeah and, and Jr. said quote I've never seen a better counter to the Falcon Arrow than that and I I can't differ I mean, oh, yeah, they, they were, know yeah they, they were just over, over. Yeah, they were really putting over yeah. Penelope in this match. Um, she had a lot of good spots uh, as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I like that maneuver she did where she just jumped into the stunner out of nowhere. Um, oh, yeah. They, they always call it like the, the evasive stunner because she always perceives it with that matrix. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Hikaru yeah. went for the missile drop kick off the top. That was actually a pretty dope yeah. counter. the way she did it. Yeah, I've never seen her do that from a diving attack. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was and then like, he, from an angle. It was pretty yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. Yeah. And Kip did run in at some point with the Kendo stick, but I think that's a only complaint about that, man. Yeah. Like, I mean I feel like I had to run it back. A, I had to run it back. Yeah, because I feel like, yeah, it was cool that he got blasted in the head. I and mean, he got a big pop from getting hit, but it didn't need it. I felt like you could have just left him out there and then ejected him if that's what you're going to do. Well, if if anything, you could have had him try to come out with it and then, like, Aubrey try to get in his way and say, what are you doing out here? And then, like, him throw it to Penelope to use it. Mm -hmm. Um, If if you are going to go that route. But the reason I had to run it back, because the first time I watched it, I was like, wait, why is he throwing it in the air? Is he trying to distract her and then hit her? And then she just caught it and then hit him. I'm like, and I had to run it back. I'm like, oh, he's trying to make it seem like he got hit. And then because of the hit, he throws – you know what I mean? It just made him just, just throw the – Yeah. Because I was like – but it didn't come off that well at all. No, it didn't come off. It didn't translate well, no. No, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that, that was like my only – thing. I was like, man, because it, it, it just made it look like – I'm like, what were you trying to do, dude? What would you think? Like, you, yeah. just, you just threw it to her. What do you think she was going to do? It was too animated, yeah. It looked like it was part of, like, a show at, like, a theme park or something. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. just like, okay, bro. But, but she the, would the match win. itself, yeah. The match itself, say the match itself was, was still pretty good, uh despite that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she won with that running knee for the victory. And I, I think Ford looked good, uh, despite well, dude, what happened. Yeah, she I mean, dude, like that second kick out out of the Falcon Arrow, she hit her with two knees, once to the back of the head, one to the the fo- like, front. Yeah, and then Falconero mm-hmm. does the deal. <laughs> and then like and she, you know and yeah. I noticed she's been trying to get over her version of the handspring cutter, it's a little slower. But, you know, it's it's coming along, you know what I mean? Because I know she's been yeah, doing I, the Fisherman Suplex, too. They, so. they, they kept trying to call it a, a handspring stunner. Uh But, yeah, yeah I was – so when she hit the cutter, I was like, oh, I thought it was a cutter. But, no, yeah, you know, yeah. It hats off to Penelope, though. I thought it was pretty – she looked like she – she actually had a quite a quite a bit of uh, psychology in this match. I'll, I'll, I'll give her that, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. After uh, this, we would get yeah. into technique by Taz, which was interesting because it was covering the paradigm shift by mox and he just basically said based on the butterfly lock that he uses he won't you know they, he won't be able to lock it in on cage because he's Dread got bigger City. muscle mass right than, than he's used to so uh and then he said kind of suggests that even if he did get it locked in it would do more damage to mox to even to continue with the move so uh, who knows if that's supposed to play into something that may happen on what's now known as fight for the fallen because i i watched it on on, uh the feed i saw was from i think the fight network it didn't have that uh, any commercials or anything so i don't know if there's any commercials on what you watched, but it was just weird to be like oh i guess fight for the fallen is the week after night two now okay if you say so it it literally because what i was watching it from it just like there was no commercials either and it would just show like this animated like page of like moving like leaves from like the 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 palm trees for oh, for fighter okay. fest, and then it would just like okay now we're back. And then the, that was the thing It was like you like at at the last match you can hear like right like right before the the tag team match you hear and we're back in five four three yeah I was like what the hell it was, was like, fun how so, how some of them they were doing the commentary that some of them they would just yeah. shut up well sometimes yeah. oh the one the ones where they do do the commentary uh after the picture and pictures because it's uh people watching it on fight
1: yeah so they, ha- they gotcha. have like
0: special fight commentary sometimes but oh okay. um, gotcha but we did have a uh tnt title match uh how'd you i mean i know cody versus Tager. I, I know the ending Well, okay let's get this out the way the shots yep. fired. Because <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was I laughed out loud like, what? <laughs> like, oh, that's... yeah, you're right. Because Chaz did – he did come out at one point, didn't he? Wait, what are you talking about? No, no, uh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about different shots. What are the shots you're talking I'm, about I'm, I'm I'm talking about Cody coming out with the new shirt that says the American Nightmare that's in the same logo as the Great American Bash. I did see that. I thought that was really cool. And I was like. That's how you do that, <laughs> but at the same time, he just got into it with a fan. Now I almost say he got into it, but he had an exchange with a fan about like, "Look, I love AEW, but y'all gotta stop taking shots at WWE." And he was like, "Like, oh, I don't think we've done anything. Like, I mean, outside like the you know probably seven months ago." And I'm like, "No, nah, bro, y'all been taking some shots," <laughs> and that's one mm-hmm. of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but it's it's symbolic. I I give that a pass because we know why you're doing it. And the thing is, more people are gonna buy that shirt than probably watch that show. Um, I'm just keeping it one hundred. Especially you dro- you dropped the great American bash style American nightmare logo tee during the pro wrestling tees, uh freaking like Independence Day sale weekend. Like, come on, bro. No, it's not it's not on there, bro. Oh that, it's that, not? I think that's the one on one. Yeah, I've been lo- I've been looking. I don't get me wrong, I found the I I've I've gained the logo, but it took me zooming in, screenshotting, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it, it's tough. Uh, might, but, be, might be a two, 2-2 two soon. Um, but, uh, <laughs> what I liked about this match, though, was um, apparently Hager's got a new nickname. He's Rock Hard, Jake Hager. I, I, I think that's his MMA nickname. Uh, okay, now. that makes sense. Um, Wasn't a fan of the blue, um, but I yeah, do like sh- his, shout out his to his wife out. Shout out to Jason Marchuka, man. He was like, so I guess Hager's just rocking boxer briefs now. And I was like, damn, yeah. that is what it looks like. Uh, no, yeah, he had his smoking hot wife out there. What a man. Um, yeah. They look but, good as a unit, which leads me to believe that Big Hurt may be on his way to solo stardom soon, possibly. Um, well, I thought, you know, before we get to the end, because we already mentioned earlier that he is suspended because of his actions after the match. But it had you thinking, true. is it time for them to find a replacement while he's gone? But that's before they announced it was 10 days. I thought it was going to be like... Indefinite, you know, because he's got to go train. Maybe this is when they'll insert that whole potential Lance Storm or not Lance Storm Lance Archer, Jake Roberts thing. Because you know when Jericho was talking about, I got to get oh, line yeah. in, yeah. Because so, he's like I'm, try- I like, I'm not trying outfit. to be against this guy. I'm trying to have this guy on my squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh with this match, what I liked about it was um we already knew they they got amateur backgrounds and they showcased a couple of that, but uh cody was going in his bag a little bit i haven't seen him hit that triple jump plancha in a while so it was cool to see him do it yeah very sure um and uh there was a time too where i thought cody was doing a good job kind of selling uh how tough of a son of a bitch he is because he hit he he would lock in the figure four and then he hit a disaster kick and he didn't go down then he went for another one and he got caught mid-air with that Kind of wrestling takeover style power slam by Hager, which yeah, it just rattles you know every time you know whoever yeah, he picks up yeah. and catches in that, you know. But and, I, I, I uh, did love the power yeah, but, slam, I was gonna say, did love the power slam. Um, yeah. got that big boy over, man. Uh, I did love the that was an exceptional Cody cutter, um, yeah, oh yeah, from the top rope, Oof. that was dope. I mean, I know I've seen him do variations of it, yeah, but that one was just like, man, tell top top tier, top tier, you know, uh, I did like <laughs> yeah, I how agree. his wife got involved a little bit, uh where she stepped on on Cody's back with the heels on, like I wasn't yeah, yeah, mad yeah, at yeah. that, but and then you know? she had that one but spot it, where it, it, she uh she she did slap him at one point as well, yeah, mhm, um, definitely, definitely, I mean, I know you saw that that little uh you know I mean i'll albeit, al'beit it wasn't like the actual move, but you know he's trying to throw shots trying to get that uh rumor mill going with stinger you know he hit him with that uh that uh reverse ddt out of nowhere i did see that yeah you <laughs> did and this was this was kind of weird because there was a spot early on where cody did the brett Hart pin you know the the infamous i'm caught in a sleeper
1: oh the yeah up, yo, up and, up, even- up the.
0: the- the, that was that was, a, that was a, a good call where they said he almost did more damage to himself on the way he did it it was kind of reckless yeah it looked nasty and what i mean by that for those who are listening bret hart used to do this thing when he get locked in a sleeper he'd run towards the closest corner and scale up the three turnbuckles and just shove himself back to cause a pin you know what i mean to to break the hold as much as he could and get those, get those i thought shoulders that shoulders on the be mat it. exactly and i thought that was going to be it but then it's, it kind of felt like if you're going to end it the way they did, which I'll explain the finish, I wouldn't have put that spot in there. And what happens is, basically, Hager locks in the head arm choke, and Cody's able to kind of flip him over, even though he's still locked into this arm or uh, head arm choke. But he's mounting him in a way that has him pinned, and so Cody gets the one two three while the you know Jake's finish is still applied. He thinks he won, and then the the ref lets him know this is what happened. Then he you know tax the ref pretty convincing way you know and uh obviously security and referees will come out you know what i mean commentary putting over how that's ill-advised to ever touch a referee in any capacity you know what i mean and uh but yeah i wasn't sure i wasn't a fan of the finish if it was it, like why put the bret hart sleeper spot if you were gonna do that you know and i'm not mad yeah, at it no, but it yeah. seemed like a dynamite finish versus a they needed they, I, I just feel like it should have been more definitive, you know what I mean? I was going to say, they—they they just it deserved a more definitive uh, outcome based on the amount of time they put into it. Um, he's had other definitive matches that didn't have as much build going into it from a week-to-week basis. So, it, no, it didn't make sense from the consistency of the booking of it for them to go this route. Um, it hasn't like Cody's been skirting by with a bunch of dusty finishes every time. He has been desperate at times and done what he's needed Uh, But he's won. Um, But in this case, like, he survived. Um, But I wasn't a fan of using that as a finish because I feel like it makes Cody look a little weak. Um, Yeah. Also, how did you feel about uh, Hager putting hands on uh, Anderson? I wasn't mad at it because, you know, you got cool spots like the German suplex to Cody on the floor. But – It just seemed like there wasn't a lot of Hager in the vignette leading up saying how much he needed to get his hands on that man. There was, like, no reason for it. He could have said, he slided me in the old old company that we were both in. You know what I mean? I got a chance. I couldn't put hands on him because he was an official. Now he's going to be a ringside. He could have said something like that, but he didn't. So it just felt like it was, like, healing for the sake of healing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and in my case, I felt like it, it wasn't bad, but I guess it's better than putting Brandy out there to to have like the "Hey, I brought my wife; you brought your wife" dynamic. You
1: that's know, very man. true, because
0: yeah, we, we we wouldn't have been a fan of the the cat fight that's sure to ensue and something like that, especially with you know, I, I don't know who Hager's wife is outside of wrestling, but I one would think that she's not trained. And uh, they said she was the uncrowned Miss something. I didn't catch Miss America, the, uh, I think they were saying. Oh, okay. So maybe that was a troll. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I felt like maybe I'm like, yo, if y'all were fighting for the U.S. title, maybe I, I get that, but I, I didn't understand it either. Um, but yeah, after this, we did get um the tag team match, right? Between yeah, um, proud and powerful and uh the Hardy Party, no, private it's party. Private party. Dietrich and Jeff, or Matt Hardy, I should say. (laughs) McFly, Uh, you backed the wrong horse, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Uh, I should note, Orange makes his uh, unannounced emergence to the commentary table. He's there calmly dragging a chair. Very nonchalant. Basically, Jericho flips out the entire time. He he flips out. It's funny. Uh, I also want to point out how they noted Isaiah Cassidy's 23rd birthday was coming up. And that kind of adds to the case that I've been saying in terms of some of the positions they put private party in vocally. And I feel like the maturity is kind of glaring in terms of like the discipline. Disappoint- yeah. Dead ass bro. Like, I feel like <laughs> I didn't, I knew they were young, but I didn't know they were like 22 going on 23 young, you know what I'm saying? So uh, hopefully again, with Matt being paired with them as their parent, you know, uh, Michael Hayes to, to their, you know, doing the knaves and all that. Like, hopefully he, he really rubs off on them. But, um yeah, one of the things I like, they had that poetry in motion style, like, in, innovation, outside dive. I mean, I P&P. assume, I assume they can't say it, so they didn't Yeah. Us. Definitely. And uh, I wasn't a fan of, Isaiah kind of botched the hot tag spot. Um Did he? And then, Mar- a little bit, yeah, in my opinion, like, it just didn't look it was one of those things where when he came in, it just wasn't clean, you know, it, it was a little clunky. Um, and, oh, you mean you it, mean how Kip Sabian came in with the kendo stick? Yeah, but yeah, the <laughs> same, definitely, yeah. And then at the same time, I thought Mark Quinn, too, like he did that spaceman planche, but if you really look, he nailed Santana in the face yeah. with his knee. Yeah, really, yeah, and yeah. It was just, I saw it was that. Too, like, and I was like, bro, like, you, you want to ch- check him because look. It reminded me of uh, man, I'm spacing on his name right now, but he was one of your fr- Jesse Sorensen, from TNT. Yeah, I was Jesse. Man, yeah, with with uh, with SEMA Ion, aka Joaquin Wild. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Moon landing on his knee, which would land on knee first on top of his head. Yeah, it just drove he, into his his head, which drove into his neck a certain way, and just messed. Man, it was yeah. Yeah, and he and he didn't say sorry right away either. So that could have like, been a good. He's uh, green. I've been all over the world, <laughs> and you know, Dixie promised that dude a job for life. Yeah, I'd be so bad, too. man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. The other thing I was gonna say that was uh, cool was Isaiah would do a, a Swanton bomb as well on top of. 14. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, I was like, mm-hmm. as long as they don't do like a twist of fate or anything like that, just keep it real slight. Um, mm-hmm. I did enjoy this match. To me, it was a way better uh, outing um uh, performance and cardio wise from uh this team from the last time they were at what double or nothing against the best friends um yep. the buy-in um i enjoyed this match a lot uh i enjoy i love both teams um even though i feel like proud and powerful they still need to do a lot to like i don't feel the same way as i do uh when they first showed up you know what i mean like i feel like they were about to start taking heads off in the tag division They were, you know, for you know, paint, you know, spray painting X's in the stage and taking fools out, and it was a move, man. It was like a whole like vibe, like that. I was digging like the whole actual, you know, thug ways that Jericho puts over. But they've kind of been taking some L's and being in some comedy spots as of late, or doing the stable thing. Um, But private party, much to what you were saying, they've been in a lot of situations as well. Um, I feel like they needed him more, and plus, with Matt Hardy at the at their. as their counsel, I felt like they were going to get an L on this one or a W on this one. Yeah, I felt so too. I mean, Hardy got the street sweeper the week before go home week. They, they had to come up and to come and get on his behalf. Uh, I Very really like the end of this where, you know, you see Santana go for the mad ball. Hardy intervenes, takes it from him. Uh, they set up for the street sweeper on Mark Quinn, and he was able to, basically pull Santana's bandana over his eye and blind him. Santana, uh, bandana. Man, I, and then uh, Cassidy runs and hit what I can only describe as a sl- sling blade backbreaker. Yeah, he and went was in crazy. like a sling blade, but did the Orton backbreaker and on Ortiz. Yeah. I think that's something that they've done before. I mean, they, you know, they they without really mentioning, you know, Hog of uh, – or House of Glory. Uh, yeah, obviously. probably. But I, I'm sure that they've sold that move before because I don't think everybody could, could – He ain't going to be able to get everybody to sell that move for him. No, no, definitely not. And then, uh, after that, Mark, uh, would see Santana still crossed on top. He runs initiates the gin and juice for the victory. Never looked better. Uh, it's really, I really am a big fan of that, of that finisher. And, uh, yeah, Hardy would celebrate with a private party. And, uh, then there's a pull apart that kind of happens on stage between Cassidy and Jericho after that. And then, uh, that would lead us into page. A slight and omega yes. doing pineapple, Pete was an interview. Just, pineapple Pete was just keeping like two fingers on on Orange Cassidy the whole time. And yeah, if you yeah, noticed, no. he was a, he was the only one on the Orange Cassidy yeah. side. But yeah, you're right. We did have a, a this promo. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this was be what the second shot, maybe the loudest shot I heard of 2020. I, I mean, it's one of those. Th- Things where I, this is what I noticed. He says he likes the best friends, and he does agree that they deserve a shot. But then he, I, I don't know if you noticed, but he referred to the tag titles, titles as his yes. titles. Yep, I did. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, it's and not, what? It's, uh, it's not foreign to what he's said before in the past uh, when he said that he won the titles, and you know, he he felt like he's the one who won them. Um, yeah. So I mean. Yeah, it was an interesting set of uh of uh terminology, but I did see that Kenny Omega was not bothered by what he said at all. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was like, they, okay, maybe. hmm I, I I was gonna say so, he he does his he just adds his shit, you know? Yeah, so I mean I, I felt like it wasn't, you know, too bad. I was like, maybe that's just what he you know, just what he was on. That's just his mindset. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously there's some stuff to be said. Uh, obviously, you know, later on at the finish of that match. But um, I believe after this – Well, I was going to say you kind of noticed that even, that when Kenny took over the interview and does the, oh, oh goodbye, yeah, smooth, yeah, all that, he, he you see head. Cage look – yeah, he just visibly looks annoyed, like, why'd you make it about you? And it's like, you just said them titles was yours, you know what <laughs> I mean? So, but, yeah. Um, and this would take us to basically – we had this segment where uh, Cage – enters the ring with taz to fire the third shot <laughs> or maybe the loudest shot uh where they basically confront mox what's your three uh, shots you know? well i, I don't I, I don't know if it was three you, you had said the last shot by page was, was was loud so oh I, no I, no I no well I, no i actually thought that that when when you were talking i thought we were talking about the Taz thing i forgot that we did get the promo from them first um, yeah, so I was referring oh, to yeah, Taz, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was referring to Taz, okay, so yeah, so the second shot, second shot of the night, uh, but yeah, basically, as we said, it was already announced that uh, July 15th is when the match will be postponed to originally scheduled for next week, night two, a uh, fighter fest, it's gonna be Brian Cage versus John Moxley, AEW title. Uh, they enter and they just kind of cut a promo about it. Uh, they said they're not sweating the change, um, and they said that I guess when. The, he was talking to Tony Khan and was able to find out that Mox has a concern for everyone else's safety, despite having tested negative twice since he was announced to stay home in quarantine. Um, and Taz kind of says, I, I, presume it would happen again because he says, quote, they don't run a sloppy shop. Whoa, 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 quote. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, he was saying like, I don't know why he's saying that as if like when he gets here that they're not going to test him again. Like they've been, testing yeah. Anybody. Yeah. And then proceeded to say that, yeah, we don't run a sloppy shop. And then if you notice, yeah. right behind him, Cage is right mm-hmm. there doing the the finger. Yeah, the the. the oh, shooting. Yeah. I was like, mm. And I'm like, P- Cage, just because they didn't want you not once, don't get mad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, from what I hear, Big yeah, he uh, not was not pleased about that remark. I mean, but who would be? Yeah. Yeah, one of the things I did, like the Taz said, was the only thing that Mox has a case of is a chicken. That was clever. But uh, other this than was that, this wasn't Taz, much more than who better than Cage. Yeah, and, by far Taz's best promo with Cage. He's got good – like, I would take clips from every other promo and make one promo. You know what I mean? It's like he's got no, there, one there's some good promos set. He's, like, the one he cut where he was, like, outside – and he had K- KG 4 Gear was was whack. It was whack. But I digress. Yeah, was, um before we get into the main event, I did want to say there was two notable names in the crowd actually. Brian Pillman Jr was there. I don't know if you saw him. No, I didn't. Yeah, and then also again Caesar Caesar Benoni again saw him again in the mm-hmm. crowd. So uh I mean, NXT guys don't have a non or a 30 a 90 day. So yeah. Um maybe they see something I think they had yeah. Maybe. Something know. legit. Something Yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, it uh, yeah, was main event. Main event time. Tag team titles, best friends with best arguably one of the best ever. tag team entrants, yeah, Uh, versus uh, the champs, Paige, and Omega. I love this. Uh, Trent's yeah. mom, too, who ends up being uh, in the crowd later on, drives them in their white minivan. Got Looks dad. very close to Kendrick, uh, Kendrick's um, "Good Kid, Mad City" cover, low key. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I love uh, how they're in the back seat. She says, "Have fun," and then won't let Trent go without a kiss on the cheek. Dude, there's there's already Great so fun. many memes uh, because I posted the the still shot of, of them with the open door. Because uh, uh, Chuck, you see, actually, oh, I'm sorry, Trent, Trent posted it on his uh-huh. IG, so I, I reposted it. And there's so many memes now that somebody took their like you know that that same old uh uh meme of getting the car loser, we're going to go do this or you know what i mean it's it's but it's so hilarious it's like no questions let's go do let's go run some shit or you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. it, the the internet's going crazy right now, oh yeah, but yeah, uh, what do you think of this match man um I thought it was a great match man uh, a lot of there were some some people that were complaining about like oh, why'd they do this, you know, with the entrance? Like, they had them winning the last seven weeks, and they were undefeated, and they just undid all that by making them a comedy act. I'm like, they've been a comedy act. In fact, like, that's their strongest point, is, like, that's how they connect with the crowd. It just seems way more of a comedy act now because the crowd's not there for them to connect with outside of people watching at home, you know? Um, But... Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the match. They had their number plenty of times in this match where I thought that I made the wrong pick. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it did very, as far as the effect, it did very good for the best friends. Um, I hope people take them more seriously, even more now, but there was uh, a few points where, you know, even like when they hit the, the hug and then you got JR you know yeah. uh, scalpers like you got to get the people what they want It's like well the people the people want new tag team champions so i'm like hello you know i thought that yeah, was yeah yeah don't want a damn hug yeah yeah definitely i mean there was only a few things i could say i wasn't a fan of um I, well, honestly there were, I, I didn't there was a time where they the champs really abused the 10 seconds that they were giving. oh 100% and they were hitting that pop up power bomb you know, basically, the what what Matt Riddle does solo with the power bomb, float over, I, flash. I think thing. what they're what's supposed to be needed in that type of situation where they he's you know to help create uh, an excuse for him being in there longer is like if he would have held the power bomb for like a pin, because then obviously then there's a referee need to like stop that count to go for a pin attempt and then that count starts over again. But yeah, he's not holding him down mm-hmm. for you know long enough for a pin attempt to even be considered uh but yeah they were kind of abusing the hell out of that 10 second rule for sure yeah and what i liked about some of the stuff in here was um i love uh just you know ftr comes out beer cooler they got their the chairs and they're watching on they got a vested interest they share a beer with Britt baker who ends up getting uh, a note on commentary where she's telling tony to plug her shirt but also to plug FTR's merch because they shared a beer with her which I thought yeah. was really cool so, well, uh, just from, little things like that well, well but it was from if yeah. you remember like their, their debut match she kept trying to wave to him and they ignored her and then so she was like exactly fucking trash like, continuity. about her. yeah so continuity, yeah. yeah and then I love there's a point where uh, you know Chuck basically um, he hits that overhead belly oh, yeah, to belly cannonball type combo on the barricade <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I thought it was cool because Trent hit a suicide dive prior and whipped him, Omega, I should say, into Ken, uh, into Chuck, to do that. I thought that was just really crazy. And of course, one of I think one of the best. Uh, I mean, they did hit a, a strong zero at one point, but one of the coolest counters for me was the one wing angel. The Chuck countered into the awful waffle. I, oh, I was dude, just no, like, wow, like these he- guys. Omega sold it great and then I, what I loved is how they talked about how Omega and uh Taylor had a a brief uh tag history in chikara I believe they're they talking about yeah yes they did um, yep. so mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. different hair yeah, a lot yeah. Of different hair <laughs> but but still I thought it was really cool how they mentioned that um yeah but one thing worth noting obviously is uh the fact hangman's the one that solely got the win um which mm-hmm. again kind of backs up that a whole my titles. Statement from earlier um but i will let you take us away yeah. with, the, with the the post match on this one because I put like they you know they said picture's worth a thousand words, and if you were seeing what I was seeing, that looked like a six man in the making um and also a potential mm-hmm. uh three out of four lineup for some horse guys coming through uh but I digress mm-hmm. I mean why not build if you're gonna build a horseman group, why not have a guy that is a literal horse? Uh, like the Hangman Page. So. Oh, I've I've thought about that many times, many times. But um, he's yet, the Mongo McMichael again, man. And you're right, the, the Barry Wyndham bro. Nah, man. <laughs> uh, you're right though. He uh, he did pick up the win seemingly all on his own. And I was gonna say I forgot to point this out was in the very beginning. Jr. points out the irony of Omega's like solo uh, six. or oh, I'm sorry. Of tag team success despite being famous for so many solo accolades etc so i thought that was kind of kind of uh put in commentary Stirring early on on purpose to kind of yeah to stir the pie definitely you know what i mean so but um yeah man in the post-match ftr would come down offering congratulatory uh beef services for the champs and they do basically toast and oblige, you know, for a moment. And then Kenny pours his beer out to the floor. And uh, FTR basically react, looking, uh, feeling disrespected and whatnot. And then uh, they get in each other's faces until the Bucks come on down. They kind of show up to cool things down. And that's kind of how the end of the show, you know, of night well, one uh, well, commence. Actually, I mean, again, it's just the fact that you notice Hangman is noticeably on the other side opposing Mm -hmm. omega even before the bucks get there he's like he comes over to see what's going on he's immediately like yelling at him like yo what are you doing stop being an asshole you know what i mean so which is like yo these guys don't know you anything yeah they brought you a beer but now they're your best friends but i noticed a lot of the body language between dax in particular who kept like patting the back of hangman page on several occasions during that uh segment And again, you know, then the Bucks come down and you just see the Bucks and Kenny, which is the elite. And then you see Hangman and FTR. So, you know? I mean, who, so what do you think? Spears, FTR, Hangman? Hangman? If it's not Sean Spears, it's got to be Cody. Yeah. That would be interesting. I mean, who, let me ask you this. Given that. Who do you think spearheads? Do you think Tully gets them or you think Arn gets gets everybody together? I think Because Arne. if you're talking Cody, Cody already's got ties with Hangman somehow, you know what I mean? And the only thing that, get, that that yeah. that FT, FTR have in having common with with Cody is uh one of their birthdays. That that and being kind of scorned by WWE, with being released and trademarks and all that bullshit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, man. I mean, it was interesting. I think what I like, too, about that match, there was a spot where um I said Bret Hart earlier in a different match, but we kind of got that bulldog Bret Hart pin uh by Chuck, where I believe, oh, I'm sorry, not Chuck, by Trent, where he reversed a powerbomb, and then so he's going for Crunchy, and then Hangman turns into, like, a sunset flip, but he sits down on him and does the whole leg pin thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought deep, that was it. He had dude. a deep pin on deep. him. But you, know, yeah. but you know what? We did get the return of the uh, – was it the Deadeye? We haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, in a while. You're right, definitely. Which, which, it's again, been the, uh, which again, kind of telling because last time he hit it, he was mm-hmm. a solo guy. So – I was just going to say that that's – that's there. and, you know what? I, I'm sorry. Other thing I didn't like about this match – Omega walks to the wrong corner to tag in. Did you notice that very early on? Yeah, I was I mean, just like, "Come on, bro, you're the champ. I, I, you're I a play, champ." I, play, players fuck up too, <laughs> I suppose. But um, but no, oh, that, man, that was yeah. night one. Um, again, I, I uh, clean sweep on night one. We'll have to see how night two turns up. I, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I guess we don't have to put in our, our predictions. We still have a whole week. We can throw them down on the social media. Uh, get a. Uh, get McFly's uh, predictions as well. Um, But, yeah, Mm -hmm. man, um, that is our show. I appreciate everyone uh, for listening. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, like, again, Fighter Fest felt like Fighter Fest. It didn't feel like Dynamite trying to play dress-up. Yeah. NXT felt like it was NXT, again, with cars at the stage. So, I mean, that's just how I felt. But, again, we'll have to see how uh, both Night 2s for uh, Great American Bash as well as... Uh, Fighter Fest uh, turn up, especially now with the new changes and the updates, um, as we have uh, already alerted you guys of. But um, again, you guys can uh, feel free to follow us on all social media. That is the Quincy Jones Show on uh, Instagram, as well as Facebook and Twitter. Um, also, follow uh, us on, everywhere you get your podcast, man. That is iHeartRadio, uh, that is Spotify, that is iTunes, that is Castbox, uh, I mean, SoundCloud. Everywhere you get your podcast, we'll be there giving you that uh, audio whoop-ass, as they say. But also, don't be afraid to be entertained and check out some great top-notch music. Check out Doc Lesnar. Lesnar, take him away. Hey, what's up, y'all? If you're like me, you're uh, chilling in this quarantine, you need something to help you take all the blues away, whether your favorite wrestler is getting accused or there's just so much sadness going on in the news today. You need something to help you out, so do yourself a favor. You hear me talk about it every week on a weekly basis on the KJS Broadcast Podcast about all this music I got. Go to Spotify, look up DLC Lesnar. Dip your toe in that stream. because You'll stream it for free. Once you hear what all the hype is about, you can go ahead and go to your favorite place or platform to stream your own music. iTunes, Apple, Google, Pandora, everywhere in between. Because I'm anywhere that you stream your music personally. And go ahead and follow me at Doc Lesnar on IG or at Doc underscore KJS. Go ahead and follow us, the uh, Mega Towers, at Tower Gang on IG. Or follow me at I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter and, of course, Facebook. Well... I think we've uh, done our job here until yeah. night two next week and until the next person gets accused, and I hate to say it. Yeah, and I'll keep you posted on this quarantine status too, man. No, definitely. And hopefully we can get McFly on uh, for next week, hopefully get some coverage of uh, and review night two. Uh, again, mm. we're, we're going to get those uh, predictions in pretty soon. So keep an eye out on social media, man. Until then, Top Guys, top guys out. out.